Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using. You found us, hello, and of course, live. Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch room. The boys are back. Boys it's been a while since we've done an Up Next together. I know. I went away. You went away. Yeah, I was sick back. last week. And then yeah. you were away the week before on and your we concert. S- we skipped BD and then we Elite. Skipped BD the Elite. For BD the Elite. BD Elite. That's BD the name Elite. of our show yeah, every yeah. Wednesday. We talk about AEW on Wednesdays um, here as well. Uh, Most yeah. Wednesdays. But yeah, we, we skipped it last week. We did. We went to a concert instead. Mm. We decided we work hard. And we wanted a night off, and we got tickets to a show that coincided on a Wednesday. I got my negative COVID test, and I, right. I felt all good, and yeah, it was a fun night. We, yeah, we went to see Churches mm-hmm. at the new uh, Drake venue, History, in mm-hmm. Toronto. So. Nice venue. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, so now we're back to talk all about NXT. NXT. It's we came crazy. back to a good one, I think. We did, yeah. I mean, War Games is this Sunday for NXT, and... It doesn't say takeover on it, but will they take over? We're going to be uh, watching. We're going to be doing a post show. Uh, right after the show ends at some point, we will be going live on Twitch. But if you're, if you're not sick of us enough, you can hang out with us during the whole show with our watch along of NXT War Games this Sunday. So uh, watch it with us. Come hang out with us and then stick around for the post show all on our Twitch. And then if you, uh, you can't, can't stay up that late. Well, of course, the podcast will be on this free free feed here and postwrestling.com and all that stuff. But As War Games, yep. not once have we heard William Regal say it. It's not War Games. It's season. a shame. Yeah, yeah. I, I do miss I do miss Regal. Um, but I I felt a lot more positive about this episode, and I'm actually kind of 
looking forward to this Sunday now. Yeah, it should be it should be super hype. So uh, reminder: every Tuesday we go live on Twitch and record this show, and uh, every Wednesday, BD Elite. We will be returning tomorrow night to talk all about the Atlantan Dragon versus the American Dragon. Five okay, versus five versus Danielson. Five versus Danielson. Yeah, nice. fickle. Can't mm. wait to talk all about that because we uh, we've been loving that. So we took the break off. We'll get to, we'll even talk about CM Punk and MJF because we're behind from now. last week. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to talk yeah, all about do. that on that show tomorrow night. But uh, we will talk about some NXT. But we got like some other things to talk about. I mean, we we uh, we got it locked in. You you oh. got them. Happy St. Andrew's Day. Oh, is today St. Andrew's Day? Oh, wow. Happy yes, St. Andrew's Day. to all our Day. Scots. I assume that's where you were going. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We, we finally have released our special <laughs> St. Andrew's Day episode, Loch Ness. We go for two hours and 35 minutes. Even the movie's not that long. <laughs> no, the review is like 90 minutes, and then we did like almost an hour interview. Yes. With the director of this movie. Yeah, we are actually insane. So we did Leprechaun for St. Patrick's mm. Day, and we thought, why not do Loch Ness, this 1996 family film starring Ted Danson and Bilbo Baggins. Mm-hmm. And um, he, it's about Ted Danson going to Loch Ness and trying he to solve to the mystery. He wants to disprove. Yeah. He wants He's to be like, Scotland. it's bullshit. So you somehow managed to get the director of this movie, and we interviewed him, and I... I will say we are an NXT wrestling oriented podcast. I think the biggest story we've ever broken <laughs> is on this show during this interview because uh, our new friend John Henderson, the director, told us some bombshells about mm. the making of this movie that could have been, it could have altered the course of life mo- altering movie history, yeah. Oscar history, apparently. I yeah. Don't know. There's lots. There's, I can't, I don't even want to talk about it, but no, I, I really enjoyed that chat, uh, with, with John Henderson and uh, yeah, go out. Like a lot of people have said, you you don't need to watch the film. We watched it for you guys. Yeah, we, watched it uh, and, we love it. Uh, and I want to stand by what I said on on Twitter today. If you if you can prove to me you're Scottish, I'll give it to you for free. You'll send them a link for I'll free. Send wow! Them a link for free. Happy Saint yeah. Andrew's, Day. Andrew's Day. Uh, you got to prove your Scot and Scotsonation. <laughs> double double Scots? Double Scots. <laughs> Prove it. Your barcode. What does that mean? Like both parents have Both to parents be Scottish. got it. Scottish. <laughs> both doses. No. <laughs> if you're Scottish and you're not a patron, you should be, but you you'll maybe David will link you the show for free. That's that's a that's a shout out to all our Scots yeah. out there. We love you Scots too. So This is only valid on uh on like Burns Night and St Andrew's Day. Like, <laughs> right. If you come at me on like Saturday, you're like, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There you go. At Up Next Podcast for that. But that was a, that was one of the weirdest shows we've ever done. Yeah. Not only do we do all that, talk about this ridiculous movie and Ted Danson and his hairpiece and or lack thereof. Mm. Um but uh, I, I decided to leave in without editing out when a poster thing on our wall hit me in Fell the head, head. mid-recording. That was great. <laughs> uh, and I'm also getting heat online because of something I said on this show. Yeah. Yeah. I see bad, twi- take, bad take Braden. <laughs> no, no, no. All I said was I don't like sea lions. Yeah. And now I have all these people coming after me on Twitter and in the Twitch chats about how I, I'm a monster. You're a psychopath. No, yes. no. See, I need to clear something up here. Sea otters, mm. they're cool. They're great. They're cute. Whatever. Sea lions, like the loud, obnoxious, like annoying dogs of the water. They're the clowns of the sea. 
yeah, they suck. They're trash. They're sus. They're sketchy, and I don't like them. So you don't mind sea otters? No. You were saying you said on Loch Ness you hated sea otters. Do they otters. make weird noises like that other one? No, they don't. I w- maybe I was wrong if I did go after sea otters, but sea lions. Are is sea the otters one. just like are sea lions like sea otters in their final form? The next Pokemon evolution? Like, yeah. I don't know. They're annoying as fuck. I hate them. They're sketchy. They're like dolphins. They're shifty. Mm. I don't, no, none of that. None of that stuff. But yeah. Otters hold hands when they sleep. Yeah, otters are cool. Sea otters are, are cool, but, you know. All right. Yeah, but that was a strange review that we did. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we've got some more coming up. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, guys, I mean, today is November 30th, which means tomorrow is December 1st. Yes. Which means it's the holidays, mm-hmm. which means it's time for our December schedule on our Patreon. I think... That if you've never given us a shot, $5 is not an, a lot to ask to give yourself a Christmas or holiday present this year. Because it's 5 bucks, and you get access to every show we've ever done. Even including last year, or the year before that, Santa's Sleigh, the Goldberg movie, Krampus. Mm-hmm. All these past Christmas stuff is in that catalog. All the past shows are there, and it's only 5 bucks. But you get access to everything that's coming out this month. And if you thought we topped ourselves with Loch Ness, or maybe you didn't and you hate it, you, you might think we topped ourselves this schedule. Well, yeah, I, I'm going to reveal now two of the shows we're going to be doing. All right. Um, we put it up a, a little poll on the Facebook group. I highly recommend you go and join. Yeah. Uh, but we wanted to do Christmas, like a Christmas film, like usually horror. We put about seven things up on there. And it was too close between first and second place so we're gonna have a week in december called jack frost week <laughs> where we'll be reviewing both the 1997 film jack, jack frost, frost and the 1998 film jack, jack frost. frost and i'm trying to convince Braden to watch a touch of frost with detective jack frost, jack frost as well <laughs> so we we, put, we have a facebook poll sometimes we help the facebook helps us pick stuff we're going to review for the schedule we put up all these like christmas horror movie stuff and I somehow weaseled in Jack Frost with Michael Keaton. Yeah. And, well, it was winning. It, 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 I'm pretty sure it was it's it's so won. close. It's, yeah. it's first, yeah. But there's the other Jack Frost where it's like an actual horror movie about the killer snowman. Very similar plot, just one turns evil. He dies and becomes a snowman. Yeah, and both similar. People. Yeah. The other guy just wants to be with his kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were, this is basically, we were going to, we couldn't decide between which Jack Frost movie mm. we were going to review this Christmas. So it's a jack off and we're it's doing. It's the best Frost ever. <laughs> we're going to be, fuck it. We said, fuck it. We're going to review both of them. So Jack Frost coming soon this <laughs> month to the Patreon. But maybe horror Christmas movies isn't the thing. Maybe you're like, guys, you're missing the total spirit of, of Christmas. It's all about the classics, mm. Christmas classics. I think it's time to reveal something we have lined up. I had, I had it written down. I reached out to a close friend of the show, and I asked him one question. I asked him, are you lonely? And he answered, yes. So John Pollock has agreed to come on and do a show with us, and we will be reviewing Home Alone. Yeah. Boom. The original. Not this OG. home sweet Home Alone shit. None of that. Yeah. No, none of that. We got the Pollock. We got him. He's coming. Locked in. We reeled him in. That's right. And yeah. we're doing Home Alone. So we're going to chat all about it. The Wet Bandits, uh, how the, the dad in the movie could afford such a big house. Mm. We're going to talk all about it. Buzz, your girlfriend, Wolf, 
with the guy himself. His one of his if Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin is in it. Yeah. So John Pollock, post wrestling, he's gonna join us this month for Home Alone. This this might be the the new main event for most of our listeners. They, that sounds good to me. Us talking about Home Alone. Yeah, sounds like fun. fun. We haven't tackled a comedy for a while, yeah. but I, I feel there's more discussion to be had. There's Joe one. Pesci and Daniel like, Stern. Yeah, it's great. There's a lot going on. It'll be great. John will John will carry us through it. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like NXT 1.0 and 2.0. I'm gonna go deep on the trivia. For this <laughs> You're gonna thing. try to get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Good. Good call. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah. What else do we have coming out this month? Um, well, like for the rest of the week, we've got a lot going on. Tomorrow, as you mentioned, it's uh, AEW Dynamite with BD Elite. Uh, we've got Shot in the Dark coming out on this very free feed. Um, also on this free feed, we just uploaded our Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice review. So that's now available. For free. For free for, for everyone. This feed. Um, this Friday, uh, I'm going to be joined by Martin Bushby on The Sesh where we're talking about the latest episode of Succession, uh, and it's Kendall's birthday this week. So, um, yeah, great episode talking about that this Friday on the Patreon, as well as we've got a new episode of Was Next. We're talking about the June 26th episode of NXT. Yeah, talking about how Emma was Orange Cassidy before Orange Cassidy. Yeah. With her bubbles. And then this Saturday, we're releasing our latest episode of Up Yours, where we're talking about the 1979 film The Warriors. Warriors, yeah, one of our world champ patrons. And if you become a world champ, you get to pick stuff and you can come on. But uh, our world champ patron, I'm blanking on, on who picked this movie. Curtis Lee. Curtis. Well, Curtis was like, guys, I don't want to talk to you. Screw you. I just want to hear you talk about the movie. So we're going to be talking about The Warriors. Mm. Uh, we got a lot of feedback already for this movie. so I know Yeah, people, I've never seen it. So looking yeah, forward to it. It's an awesome movie. So we'll be talking all about that. I'm sure about the video game a little bit too. But yeah, uh, super excited to talk all about that this week. Um, we got, we got, yeah, I mean, it's December and by the end of the month, we're going to be putting out some, some new stuff, including in January, some best match ever two, two parter show again. We had a a lot of fun doing that last year. So we will be, so we'll be, yeah, very soon be putting together a bit of a, a spreadsheet, getting all your votes in, uh, to do our top 10 best matches of uh, 2021 this this is always vo- as voted by you yeah. and kind of us together it's tough to come year. up with a top 10 yeah there's there's a lot of uh refreshing i need to do yeah those early months just like gotta re- go back to empty arenas and all that oh there's walter dragonov too there's the bushy jay white there's danielson versus anyone there's yeah. so many there's so many out this year that you could i, I couldn't you couldn't even argue the the cage match you were at all yes else. yeah there's so many. Um, but yeah, we're going to be working towards that. So at Up Next Podcast for all the updates going forward. Because we, we did this last year where we got you guys to help create the list and, and vote and everything. And it was great. And uh, can't wait to do that. But yeah, so many shows. And it's only five bucks, guys. North American tier. Patreon.com slash Up Next. That's how we keep our Christmas lights on this month. So uh, go, go join us. And if you haven't already, it's only five bucks. And you get access to so many past shows so many so many so many shows so yeah that's how we do things here that's how we do things in the bde i mean there's a movie we're going to be seeing that we uh won't be reviewing at least not right away maybe down the line eventually but you made sure we'll we'll open the next episode (laughs) of the show just saying everything that happens ah no um you locked in some tickets i got them you got the the hottest ticket in town the tim beebs hat 
Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> no, not that. Uh, you got the Spider-Man tickets. Spider-Man. Spidey no Man's. way home. Well, we managed to get a ticket. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of cinemas quite close to us, but we're actually going a bit further out because, uh, yeah, yeah there's, uh, they're selling pretty quick here. So um, we've got the, the, some nice seats. The first, like, few days, because it comes out here. We're on going the, on one of the previews, I think. We're going on a Thursday. Mm. So this, we're going on the 16th to see it now. So you got us the tickets. So we're super excited to see all about the Spidey Mans. I'm going to cry if Tobey Maguire comes, shows up. Oh, yeah, we, we did sing Hero. We day. did sing Hero from Spider-Man the other day, and mm. the crowd loved it. We, went, we killed it. We nailed it. Watching us. We'll have to do it again after, after we see the film. <laughs> after we, we watch find it. a Thursday night karaoke. <laughs> yeah, we'll sing Hero, because yeah. hopefully Toby shows up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited for that movie, and uh, it seems to be like, this, uh, uh, like, back in my day, you just go to the theater, hey, can I get a ticket? But nowadays, people are buying it like... It's like it used to be, like I guess. way back in the day. Yeah, is that how it used to be? Like yeah. booking it? And Had to book a ticket. Yeah. I remember my parents phoning a, a number and booking, wow. pressing buttons. You listen to the cinema listings. Right, yeah. And you press three and then you're like, all right, Spider-Man. And then it reads the times and it's like, all right, you press four. Damn. And then you pay. It's crazy that there's so many people buying tickets, though. It's like the last time this happened was like one of the Avengers... Movies yeah, or Star Wars. This feels or like the first thing in a yeah, Star Wars, I'd say. This will easily be the biggest film of pandemic. All time. <laughs> biggest of all time is the Spider Man No Way Home. Stupendous. Yeah. You'll never see it coming. Well, it, it's coming it's coming and we're super excited about it. Um, we got a Christmas tree. We did. You got you came home and you got it's a you got a pre lit, which made me giggle. It's pre lit. It's pre lit. It's pre lit. It's pretty lit. It's uh, Christmas tree. It's we need fake. more decorations for it. Yeah, uh, we got the spinner title decoration mm. on it somewhere. We got a baby Yoda now. Maybe I got tinsel, but I don't know what to do with it. Just throw it at it, like Spider Man. I don't know what to do with tinsel. You wrap it. Okay. You drape. We'll and you wrap. Well, we got Christmas lights. We're all in the mood now. Spooky season's done and gone, mm. and we're 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 all in the Christmas spirit. Oh, and and Jake, sorry to pull that spirit away, but Jake in the chat's reminding me. Um, yeah, rest in peace, Stephen Sondheim. Oh. Uh, one of the greatest composers ever. Oh. Uh, the lyricist of West Side Story. Damn. Obviously, the new one's just coming out. Uh, yeah, like a fucking genius. And Damn. Uh, yeah, I've performed a bunch of his stuff in the past, and he's incredible. So, pour one out, Stephen Sondheim. Yo, rip Young Dolph too, man. You know Young Dolph? Oh, yeah, the, not the Dolph, rapper. Not I, Dolph Ziggler. I thought he meant Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> no, 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 that's definitely not okay. young Dolph. Yeah. Just the, this, the world keeps going around, man. I saw Betty White was trending today. I got nervous. Fuck, that is scary every time. <laughs> Queen's getting up there as well. We're going to have a king soon. Yeah, you think, you think there's time for Pete Davidson to get with the Queen so he becomes <laughs> king? <laughs> is that still wouldn't work. <laughs> no, it won't work. Well... Prince Philip was her husband for many, many decades and was never king. All right, all right. But if Pete slips in. He, he could be a prince, Prince Pete. <laughs> prince Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pete Davidson's my spirit animal. No, I don't know. Even if he married in, he wouldn't be a prince, I don't think. I think he'd be like a fucking duke or something. Duke Davidson. Duke Davidson. <laughs> that sounds like an NXT wrestler. <laughs> Duke Davidson. I was going to say Duke Hudson's brother, but it doesn't work like that, does it? It's surnames. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. Uh, well, go look at our Twitter, at Up Next Podcast, for all the stuff we've been doing, all updates on the show. 
and everything like that. We have so much going on this month, and uh, we're super excited for you guys to hear all these shows coming out. Um, should we talk about some NXT? Because I know, I know it's holiday times, and today it definitely felt like... I know it's the day before December mm. 1st, but uh, I'm in the grocery store line, and uh, it's, cr- it's busy. Mm. It's, like, crowded, and... I heard Mariah like mm. the first, it, it, like the first full time, full through, not like a commercial, like the full song while I'm in line waiting, and I, 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 I like getting in the Christmas spirit, but I was when you're like agitated. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, you like I couldn't imagine working retail in these times of the month because like, you, you could be having a shit day and all this happy, <laughs> annoying music comes on. Like I'm in line rushing. I'm like, oh my god, this coffee's double coffee's kicking in and I want to get the fuck out of here and now Mariah's just like oh I'm just like this is like putting me in the worst yeah. zone ever and I was like oh the holidays are here it's great <laughs> I, I will say this year normally I'm like come on guys it's a bit early it's a bit early to be putting trees up and stuff um, this year I'm kind of for it I'm like you yeah let's Christmas. get festive think yeah. last year was shit yeah. uh, let's, let's do it let's yeah. do it up you're gonna have some eggnog I don't. I don't know what I'll do. Oh, tell you what I did do. Booked do? my flights home. Ooh, going home in February. Whoa. Yeah. Back to the UK. Back to the UK. Back Damn. to the homeland. Whoa. What's gonna happen? No, probably Omicron or something. <laughs> <laughs> something will get in the way. I hope but so. not. Jeez. Yeah. Damn, that's exciting. Yeah. You're going for what? Valentine's going Day for two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Damn. What yeah. are you gonna do? Don't know. See my mum. See my dad. See my grandma. My brother. Yeah. Yeah. See some friends. That's all right. That yeah. sounds good, man. Because yeah. you haven't been back in a long time. Be two years since yeah. last went home. We need to invade the UK. We got, we got the ground covered here in Toronto, New York. You mm-hmm. got to go back to your stomping grounds. Yeah, yeah. Tell them who's boss. Take, take over. <laughs> Tell them they need to bring some wrestling over there mm. to the UK. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and see some wrestling. I think. Is there wrestling going on? I think so. I think it's back. Rev Pro. Or yeah. D, uh, All that stuff. Not DDT. Um, Progress. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. That's good news. So to help make sure Davey can pay for those flights, go to patreon.com. You don't want you don't want him to see his mom. You don't want him to see his dad. And I'll talk to you about the Loch Ness monster. How's that for a deal? You're just cruel if you're not helping this man (laughs) see his family. You're just mean if you don't help him. Uh, and uh, I'm going to Mexico. So patreon.com. Because I need tip money for uh, my vacation. Okay, let's talk about some NXT. We've talked uh, enough. Um, NXT 2.0 from Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. We start off with a, uh, a bit of a war, because I'm not sure if you know, but it's war games yeah. this Sunday. And, well, the women walk through Gorilla. They're hyped up. They're jacked up. And the, the baby faces meet the heels, and everyone's brawling. And it sets up our first match, which we were we were told of it's the war games advantage ladder match and it's dakota kai versus kaylee ray yeah they like escorted all the other women out the out the uh arena to like their locker rooms during the match kept cutting back it was like survivor series 2001 with the alliance wwf in their locker rooms watching on uh but yeah they did something similar last year where they were kind of separated on the podium thing obviously it was empty there but I quite like how they put the emphasis on the teams to kick off the show. And I was actually kind of hyped for this match. I think Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai, uh, they were going to 
kind of try and kill each other, which was well, quite looking forward to. I, w- I can tell you right off the bat that there w- I didn't see any twitching. No, true. So that's a plus. True. None of this twitching. Certainly nonsense. not during the match. And yeah, it was. Yeah. if there was, it was very little when they were walking backstage. So Dakota Kai versus Kaylee Ray. Uh, Kaylee starts fighting Kai and then Kai throws her into a ladder on the ramp and then they're fighting all over the place. In the ring, there's a huge super kick and then Kaylee hits this huge tope con hilo to the outside onto Dakota Kai. They're brawling and Kai gains control and then they're fighting on the steel steps and Dakota hits the, the roll of the dice or mm. the, the like crossroads almost into the steel steps, which looked pretty sweet. More, nice more, snap to it. Yeah, not so much crossroads, but like the one... Uh, Damien Priest does, or I'm trying to, no, Damien Priest kind of does a cross. Kind of like the rolling neck break. The rolling almost. one, yeah, 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 the roll of the dice thing. It looked cool. Uh, Kaylee Ray uh, fights back and then hits this, again, a tope, but a suicide dive through the middle, crushing Dakota into the announce table. And then there's a ladder laying down, and she hits a gourd buster on Kai. And they censor Kai here because she's swearing. She's like, holy fuck, or something. Yeah, she's selling, they, they blocked it. Yeah, they're, they're, she's selling the ribs from this this bump here. And you saw when she got back in the ring, they were like, I think Katie Ray said, like, sorry, or something. She's like, yep, <laughs> yeah, good. it's fine. Uh, Kai does fight back. There's a series of pump kicks in the corner, her patented moves, and then goes up top, and she's, like, about to win the match, but instead, she wants to hurt her opponent. I don't really know why, but she does the diving stomp, like the coup de gras double stomp off the ladder. Looked great. Yeah, this looked insane. Not really quite sure why she would do that in the match. I think she thought she was coming back. She's she like, was get, getting up. Away. No, I'm going to put her I'll down. I'll hurt you for war games. Uh, you out. They're both laid out now because it's such a dive for this move. But again, the, the spot was awesome. They go to commercial. When we come back, Kaylee Ray gains control. She gets back up. They stop each other from climbing. There's then the Kaylee Ray bomb, the uh, gory bomb face plant thing to the announce table like we've seen her do. And then, uh, sorry, I think I got the spots mixed up because this is where she now. She did two yeah. stops. Stomp. She did like the Alberto Del Rio kind that's of one right, that's on right. the apron. Yeah, that's right. That's during right. the before commercials, and then did it off the this ladder. one. Yeah, so she does hit it finally off the top here, which again looked amazing. But there was some other ones, uh, crazy stomps, and Kaylee eventually gets Dakota upside down in the ladder, and she's hanging upside down in like a tree of woe kind of thing, but with the rung of the ladder. And Kaylee just puts the boots to her, like stomping at her, and then climbs up it, grabs it. And wins the match. Kaylee Ray gains War Games advantage for the baby faces. Yeah, same as last year with the women. Yeah. Um, which I remember us being a little critical of last year. I know it's cliche, the heels, uh, the heels starting, but it kind of works. So we'll see how they work it on Sunday uh, with the baby faces uh, kind of leading the War Games. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed this match. I think both Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai can get quite vicious. Um, which makes for like a yeah. really exciting ladder match. So when I heard it was the two against each other, I thought it, this should be pretty good. And I felt they were trying to do some creative stuff, some stuff we hadn't really seen before. I liked the kind of Tree of Woe thing at the end. Uh, it was just a bit different from normal. And I liked both ladder matches tonight, only used one ladder. And I right. thought it, it made for a way more uh, kind of competitive match almost. Uh, I, I thought this was a great start to the show. It's like Sean and Jericho. Yeah. One ladder. It's different because we see a lot of the car crash ladder matches, where we're, whereas when it's just one ladder... Um, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, when it's just one ladder, um, it's more, it feels more of a sport almost. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fighting over the one thing. Yeah, again, the only the only thing that bothered me was um, her jumping when she like it's not like they had a a feud. I know there was the attack. Maybe that's when she should have twitched. Oh, she's crazy! And I didn't notice. Crazy. Yeah, true. Maybe she did, and I didn't notice. But yeah, uh, awesome match. Honestly, a great open to this show. I always like a show that starts off with something hot, but it actually it made sense for them to fight over something that was, I guess, a stake involved. But in a way, it's to lead up to a match on Sunday. So it could make sense that you'd be like, oh, I could actually really hurt them. This isn't like for the title, is it? So in a way, you could be, oh, I could win this and get advantage, or I could like kill her, break her ribs going into Sunday her. and win this. No, uh, I thought it was great. Mm. Pro- probably one of the best things NXT 2.0 has put on thus far. And, I think so. And that was just the first match here tonight. But great start. Um, Kaylee Ray and Dakota definitely uh, shined here in this match. And the good guys get advantage mm. in war games. We go to Andre Chase. little insert video. He's mad at Cameron Grimes. And he says, you're going to get your head shaved this week. But... You're going to get an Andre Chase University-sized ass-kicking tonight to Grimes. Mm. So, better watch out. um, Yeah. Yeah. GYV, the Grizzled Young Vets, they're backstage in the locker room. And it looks as if they're trying to break into someone's locker. And Jiro interrupts. Yeah, Gibson's, like, teaching Drake how to, like, to be, like, on watch and all this. Because he's like, that was what happened in the tag match last week. The referee caught them trying to cheat. Right. So I think he's like, you've got to be better being on watch. And as he's trying to do it, it's like two guys just walk in and he's like, fuck's sake. <laughs> so so first he's got segments where he's teaching them how to rob people. Yeah. How to pickpocket people. And now he's like, look, in case... In case... You're the getaway driver. <laughs> I it's it's kind of it's like hey uh, he's trying to help him pick this like Dudley lock right like this like locker yeah. locker lock. He's like, look, in case you get released and your stuff is still here, this is how you get it back. Instead, instead of letting them send it to you in a garbage bag. So he's trying to pick you the lock. You need to get into Vince's drop box, lock box. <laughs> this team is up with Shane and keep your job. Man, I ha- I love Grizzled Young Vets and I hate anything they're doing with this. But Jiro walks in mm. and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And they're like, ah, we're, we're blown. And he's like, this is a sensible operation. And they keep repeating that. And Jiro's like, what? And they tell Jiro to shh. He's like, what? Shh. And then Kushida walks in. It feels like this is a Seinfeld sketch now. And it's like, oh, Kushida's here. Jacket time. And he, they, they tell him to shh. And Jiro reminds Kushida that this is a sensible operation. And then they both walk off. And then Grizzled Young Vets run away as the interviewer shows up and says, what's going on here? And Jiro says, it's a sensible operation. Well, Brooks and Jensen came in. They said, what are you doing with, with our locker? Yeah. And uh, they're, they're like, they didn't get into the locker, though. No, they're trying to steal their, what do you reckon they've got in there? Another flannel t-shirt, another flannel shirt. PBR. Some beer. Confederate flag or something. <laughs> I don't know what these guys got in their locker, though. Yeah, I, I don't hate this Gibson and Drake thing as much as you. Um, like, I, some of the weeks have worked for me. I, I think they've both got a good, pers- like good personality, so I don't mind them doing some skits when not wrestling. Uh, but this was bad. <laughs> This was really bad. I hated the stuff with Jiro and Kushida. Yeah. It was just... And I don't like Brooks and Jensen either. It's like... Yeah. Wasn't very funny. 
Uh, Dickie in the chat says, in their locker is probably overcooked steak. Yeah. <laughs> from that promo. <laughs> I mean, in their locker, there was some really good steak. <laughs> I like mine. Well, rare. <laughs> you know, best and worst of shows oh, are coming I, I, up. That one's coming. I, I'm remembering that. I don't know what category. I, yeah, what category I need, I need to shoehorn it in somehow. Brooks and Jensen, Brooks and Dunn, whatever they're, yeah, fuck. Brooks, worst match of the year, Brooks and Jensen versus a vignette. <laughs> <laughs> versus the grill <laughs> and an editor. <laughs> fuck. Um, we go to our next match. Andre Chase, did somebody, yes, they did. Andre Chase going up against Cameron Grimes, a.k.a. John Wick. He looks Cameron great, Grimes. doesn't he? He looks Handsome he looks, guy. Yeah, he's, he cleans up well. Um... Andre Chase gets a few cheap shots in here. He pulls the hair of Grimes and then hits this kind of nice-looking spinning neckbreaker. Shout out Harlem Bravado. And uh, comes at him, but Grimes eventually counters. He jumps off the top rope. Chase moves out of the way. Grimes lands on his feet, then runs at him with the cave-in. And one, two, three, it's over to the moon. Grimes wins the match, but the story kind of comes after. Yeah, not much of a match. It was more for the, the after thing wasn't much of an Andre Chase-sized ass-kicking. He was doing a thing. He's got some students in the audience, yeah. and he was uh, like getting them to spell out his name, I think, as he was stomping Give down. Give me an A. Yeah. Yeah, you know a character's in trouble when they're doing the Spirit Squad <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's got some of these PC guys as his... Like, his students. Or students his male cheerleaders or something, yeah. University section. Yep. Duke Hudson appears on the perch. He's on the perch. The perch yes. is still back. Wow, it's crazy. The best return ever. Duke Hudson's there. And he says, I can't wait for our hair versus hair match later tonight, uh, on Sunday. And I got a digital expert to, to make it look like what we'd see if you got your hair cut. So he says, the truck, play it. And then it's classic, you know, hair versus hair setup here where you got to look what the guy would look like bald. But the thing is, Grimes without a beard, like he, none of these pictures look like Cameron Grimes yeah. at all, didn't they? <laughs> So he's got one where it's Cameron Grimes with a Karen haircut. And he says, you look like you would report things to the manager and then calls him Karen Grimes. This is almost like Edge doing this to Kurt Angle in 2002, but like reversed. Um, he then shows him like this like side hair thing. Uh, have you seen this hairstyle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't quite this, but you ever seen like where people got stuff shaved, but shaved then like this like and then a string, a strand. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Joe Gacy loves that hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he cuts to just a bowl cut. Yeah, and says you're like Dumb and Dumber. You're Larry Curly and Mo. You're one of those guys. And then he shows him bald and says you're gonna look like this. The internet says you've become more handsome since I cut your hair. Well, you're going to become even more handsome when I shave your head bald. And then... I'm gonna no, he's sh- like, I don't want you to be handsome. I want to yeah. make you an idiot. So I'm going to shave your beard too. That's, that's gone way too far. Yeah. That's, you're going to shave the guy? That's fucked up. It's... I. The Photoshop thing is a really, like tired thing like it's used a lot especially in these kind of feuds it definitely doesn't work as well the heel doing it to the baby face yeah because you want to laugh along at how silly they look 
And also, I think these photoshops, it was a mistake removing his beard from all of them because it just didn't look like <laughs> Cameron like Grimes. It should have been his regular face with, like, the Karen and the, the half and half or whatever. Right, right. And then be, like, oh, completely bald. And the last picture is it all. Uh, but, yeah, it definitely doesn't work the heel using it on the baby face, I don't think. This is just weird that this match is happening. But... I'm quite into the match, actually, <laughs> because I'm, I don't think either. I think both look pretty good as they are and i think both handsome men they are and i think they both of them would look ridiculous bald whereas previous ones it's like well yeah kurt you've got that big bald patch at the back i wonder who's losing this one right hmm so so for me that's actually added stakes i'm i'm interested in because i I can't call it we'll give some predictions later Mm. at the end of the show but that's it's a tough one duke bald i mean fuck Mm. maybe it's they don't even shave someone because this pisses off Cameron Grimes, these photos. He goes and attacks Andre Chase and then goes under the ring and gets these electric clippers. And he's about to use it, but Chase escapes. And Cameron says, I'm going to beat you, Duke, and I'm going to shave you bald. So, damn. Cameron Grimes was just about to take a casualty of Andre Chase. Just shave him. Thought you should have. <laughs> <laughs> shave his goatee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like the end of this Photoshop thing I wasn't so keen on, yeah. but I do quite like both guys, and I think Grimes has actually got quite a good track record in these big matches. So I, I think this could be pretty entertaining, and I am genuinely curious at the outcome. Cameron Grimes keeps having these silly storylines for the past year and some change, and mm. the matches are usually pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's good at this I kind of trust stuff. him, so I think it's going to be good. Like, don't get me wrong, it's silly as hell, mm. but... All right, let's see. But where it I goes. can get into a good hair versus hair. Yeah. Shout out Kurt Angle versus Edge. One of your favorite. One matches of my favorite ever. matches of all time. Yeah. Hair versus hair. Did you give Angle it five stars? No, you, ha- you did. Did I? I think so. Yeah. It's your favorite it's match been ever. I'll see what. Best match ever: hair versus hair match. Maybe. What, what other ones come to They're mind? All triple A, aren't they? They're all triple <laughs> yeah, A. Yeah. yeah. Every year. <laughs> That's what this six way should be on Saturday. Yeah. It shouldn't be for the vacant um, mega title. Yeah. Should be hair versus hair, like six way hair versus hair. Loser. Well, I thought they were going to add Andre Chase to this, make it a triple, triple threat. threat. Hair versus hair. That'd be great. Lo- that would be an easy outcome. You know who's taking the L in that? <laughs> Did actually, somebody we say we don't actually want Duke or Grimes to be bored? So, Harlem. <laughs> Andre. Did somebody. <laughs> the loser, the, pin, the guy who gets pinned gets shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does uh, Umaga Bobby Lashley count? Donald Trump, that counts. That's just for someone else, isn't it? Yeah, Still, it was yeah. a hair versus hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, biggest match ever. Hmm. Yeah, hair versus hair, and wrestling's cr- just great. I do like this gimmick though. Okay, I'll put my hair on the line. One, Here's one, your... one up next mania. Yeah, I'll put my hair on the line too. <laughs> <laughs> you put your beard. No, hair versus. Oh, that's <laughs> tough. I'm still losing less. I think if I'm just shaving my beard in a week, it's will fucking grow you, back. Have you seen my ears? I'd look like an alien. I would I would put you up to that challenge because I would look I would look funny for three days where you would look funny for a little while. A few weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my luscious ginger beard will grow back real quick. Your your luscious locks might take a little. My while. hair grows pretty quick, but yeah, right. it would. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely miss it for a bit. But maybe winter's the best time. The Twitch chat is losing their minds right now. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, this is where I like I do. <laughs> Yeah, you look funny in, in, in hats. Mm. Except your goofy hat. Yeah, it's because of the ears. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Mania 20, 
2023. Beard versus hair. When it's maybe going a bit more gray. I don't even think I want to do that to you. You're my friend. I don't... <laughs> it would have to be one of the, uh, when we do it live. The first live up next mania. <laughs> hair versus beard. Gonna wear the do-rag like Vince? <laughs> Chris Leone in the chat just said did you say I was watching Tiger King and yeah. what's Carol Baskin's husband called uh, the dead guy no the, al- the alive one. Oh, not the one she killed no the one she whips right right <laughs> I don't know what's his name uh, well he was at the end of an episode put on a do-rag and pretended to be uh, Jeff <laughs> started doing an impression of Jeff and Carol was like oh oh you're so funny fuck man well, if you if you shave your head, you could be ECW champion like Vince. It'd be great. Eyebrows be versus eyebrows. <laughs> like, uh, like Kanye, Harlan. Kanye West has been doing Did that. He? He's been shaving his, his eyebrows. Yeah, hmm. he's been going through a lot. Yeah. Again, Pete Davidson. Yeah. Bring him up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hair versus hair is going to be lit. Let's. I just pr- your your goal this day, everyone. Not this day, but this week before Sunday. Talk to someone who you know doesn't watch wrestling and maybe thinks is weird and explain to them what a hair versus mm. hair match is in wrestling. And if they don't get it, you go, you see, this guy's fucking this guy's wife. <laughs> Every time it works. It makes the match way more interesting. Yeah, sure. Well, we go to uh, like an announcement that tonight the main event is going to be a ladder match for War Games Advantage on the... The men's side, the mm. 1.0 versus 2.0, and it will be can, two people on from each side, like earlier. But the WWE Universe is voted somehow. Yeah. I don't really know how, but they have. It's like Taboo Tuesday. I guess. Why have NXT never done a Taboo Tuesday? They're on Tuesdays. That'd be fun. Yeah. Fuck. Easy. Yeah. Easy money right Boom. there. Yeah. Um, Johnny Gargano will be competing in the ladder match tonight. Good choice. Yeah. The might, NXT universe chose wisely with that one. Might be his last Tuesday night. Maybe. Here. Mm-hmm. Remember he was the Tuesday a night? Johnny Wrestling shirt right yeah, now. Yeah, you are. He was the Tuesday night, remember? Yeah. That's right. Maybe he'll be the Wednesday night. He's been the Wednesday night before. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We get a promo from Idris Idris Anafe. Yes. And he's talking about how they tried to fit me in a box mold me and it shows graffiti and all this stuff he says i was told i wouldn't make it out of inglewood california but i have it's the struggle and i go through it they all wanted me to fail five and a half years i spent in the military and after that i was told my service wasn't needed anymore so i'm back to square one and i'm now i'm in nxt and my first opponent tonight solo sokoa fought in the streets so we're not that different, but I am the epitome of excellence, Idris Enofe. Felt like he was going to go out on American Idol and then like sing uh... Raise Me Up or something. <laughs> he was really giving it his it, it all. Felt, yeah, I, I say that because it felt like a kind of more of a character profile rather than these... He was just so talking. many of these cheesy things we've seen. It felt like this is a guy showing us a bit of his past and... We're going to see him. I, I kind of like this style to introduce someone. Um, it did feel like they were on like a, a reality TV show a little bit just with this. Uh, who is this guy? Well, he he didn't. He doesn't have a gimmick. No. He's from the streets. Like Solo Sagoa, I guess. I don't know. 
Yeah, it was fine. Sat in the cafe. It was like the name Idris. Idris. Yeah. Idris Alba. Yeah. Idris. No, I, I way prefer these to the gimmicky ones we've seen. Like, I, I yeah. much prefer this to this Tiffany uh, we see later on. Like, this is, okay, I, it's telling me about, about a bit about who this guy actually is. Yeah, yeah. But I understand I'm gonna... why he's going to fight now. Yeah, yeah. But don't, don't, don't talk down on Tiffany just yet. Come on. All right. Give it a chance. <laughs> we go to our next segment. The New Breed is what I called them. Wasn't that the ECW people? The New Breed? Um, it's NXT 2.0, and they're all in the ring. Carmelo talking on the stick. He says, ain't nobody messing with my click with Trick Williams. Shout out Kanye. And he runs down the, the, the team. He's running down Johnny Gargano. He says, you've had big matches, big moments. And, well, it's out with the old, in with the new. I'm, gonna, I'm not here to, to hang around with you. I'm here to take your spot. I'm here to get rid of you. So when Carmelo shoots, I don't miss... Grayson Waller's there, and I had to ask, wait, who's that guy? Oh, Grayson Waller, right. He then says that he can't wait to beat Team Hot Dogs and Handshakes, and we're not here to carry your bags or tie your boots. We came in here, we slapped you in the face, and we we post about it on social media because that's what sports entertainers do, and LA Knight is just jealous of the Grayson Waller effect as he reveals his shirt that says the Grayson Waller effect uh braun breaker grabs the mic and says champa calls me a puppy brings up the math references and he just loves to preach well i'm gonna beat team black and gold and then i'm coming for that title and then um this is when tony (laughs) d'angelo grabs the microphone got some thoughts in a second Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, oh, black and gold, eh? Uh, well, look at me. I love gold. And after, you know, war games, maybe I'll get some of it. And then he says, but enough about me. It's time to talk about these, this, this road, this paved road that these guys said they paved for us. Well, it's got some potholes, four of them. And one of them is you, Petey Poppins. <laughs> Referring to Pete Dunn. He then says, you better bring your best because you're going to need it. And um, this is when uh, Johnny Gargano kind of comes out here and says, you 2.0 kids live in a unicorn fantasy land and you can't beat the guys who put NXT on the map. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have a ring here to stand in. So you want to try to bury all this? Well, you won't. And it all starts with you, the big, bad, booty nephew, <laughs> Braun Breaker. Tonight is Braun versus Johnny in the ladder match. So, damn. Yeah. And he, he also says, don't have your boys ringside. I won't mind. have mine. One-on-one ladder match. Let's, Let's go. Um, big, bad, booty nephew. <laughs> I actually really like this. I think this is the first time this is kind of this 2.0 class. They're like, right, these are the leads. These are the guys we're going with. And I thought uh, Bron, I thought Waller and uh, Carmelo sounded really good. I Tony D'Angelo's fun. He seems very out of place here. <laughs> hey, this oh, is like, hey. imagine you have a team oh. and it's like Okada, Tanahashi, Ibushi the and Kane. <laughs> it's okay, like, right. you know, it just felt really yeah. out of place because the other three... I understand their characters. Carmelo is like, he wants to be the new, like, uh, showstopper. He wants to be the new 
Mr. Wrestling. Right. So he's going for Johnny. Makes sense. Bron is like, sure, I don't have experience, but I'm big and can like fucking eat you, Champa. Your time's right. out. I'm next. And then uh, Waller is just being the disrespectful, like, oh, these old timers going on and on. It's not about that anymore. It's not about hot hot dogs and handshakes. And then we got this guy who walks in from The Sopranos. He's like. <laughs> Doing his eye like gold and stuff. I don't know. It reminds me of it reminds me of like bad guys, like the Sinister Six here. Everyone's got their own thing. Look, if anyone is not in, have a spot or is in the right place in this match, let's look at this for a second. Team one, sorry, Team two point yeah. is the four guys we just mentioned: Braun, Tony, Grayson, and Mello. Yeah. Versus Team Black and Gold, Team one Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, Tommaso Ciampa. L.A. Knight. What? I mean, <laughs> I like L.A. Knight. I, I think he's, he's been really good. It's Yeah, he hasn't been there as long as the other three. But he's still, like, a vet. Like, his opponent is Grayson Waller. Right. Who, like, L.A. Knight, someone who's worked everywhere. Yeah. You know? Like, it kind of makes sense that Waller's, like, pissing him off. But, yeah, it does feel like just if you want that classic class, you'd put Kyle in there. Kyle should be and there. And you'd have L.A. and Vaughn. <laughs> for no reason yeah. at all maybe Kyle loses his match he's fed up and LA Knight gets taken out so he takes the mm. spot but to I do the click spot at the end of the night I did like this I think it's uh, I do think D'Angelo seemed out of place but no. I, do, I do think uh, they sounded all of them sounded really confident and I'm like okay I get why you've chosen these guys yeah, it, it is. And I, it's, it's made me more pumped for war games. Like, I think they did a really good job building war games tonight. And it sets up the ladder match later tonight for their war games advantage. Yeah. But I actually loved it. Again, this reminded me of like the Spider Man movie coming up with all these villains. It's mm. like, okay, this guy's going to say his bit. This guy's going to say his bit, his piece, his, his, his or, not his origin story, but his like why he's doing the things he's doing almost. Tony maybe is like, yo, Peter, I just don't like you. But he has said that he's going to beat people to get the title eventually mm. but still uh yeah um i i thought it was great tony d'angelo's lit <laughs> how are these guys gonna do in a war games johnny gargano this is his first war games and obviously a lot of people's first war games because all these this new class these mm. are all new newer fresher greener talent war games sounds like something could be a little bit not contrived but a little bit crazy messy maybe yeah. Extreme. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, both of them. I kind of feel maybe that's why the women, the baby faces won in that. So you always have the, the baby face team there is way more experienced. So you've always got two vets in the ring or like one more vet than you do like JC and Gigi. And right. You know? Um, yeah. Perhaps. I can see Dakota definitely starting that one to have that like veteran presence in there. Well, I mean, it's um, a bunch of vets working with these guys. Yeah. So, like, uh, hey, Pat McAfee had a war yeah, game. Yeah, I, I think this. I think they'll be fine. Um, it does sound like yeah, it, it's going to be a big task for a lot of them. Big bad booty nephew. But I, I think it'll be good. I think these guys have impressed in what they've done. It's D'Angelo who's wrestling wise as well. He's the one who's like a bit more unproven. I feel Braun and Waller and Mello have all put on matches where I've gone oh yeah you're pretty good Tony's doing a double moon off the top right do it D- Tony's doing a moon off the top <laughs> uh, like uh, cool. when the moon hits your eye <laughs> that, that's amore moonsault should be <laughs> good name it after what's the if he did like a spiral thing it could be like what fratelli the, Is that the pasta 
twirly one. <laughs> like a moon, like a pie, like a pizza. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, got a full moon or something. I don't know. But yeah, Dan, he's going to do something nuts. Watch mm. it. Stealing the show. Tony D'Angelo. He'll probably just go, hey! Oh! <laughs> yeah, maybe. And I'll still love it. <laughs> <laughs> we go to... Uh, LDF, Legado del Fantasma, they're being interviewed. They have a match tonight against Vaughn and Kyle. And they say they already beat them, so we're going to beat them again. And history is written by the victors. And then War Games, we will be draped in gold. So, vamanos. So, they're ready for their match next. But when we come back, we go to MSK (laughs) looking for the shaman. Do you feel they've gone, uh, MSK, you're getting a lot of booze from this crowd. We're going to send you away for five weeks. It's been five weeks. It's been five weeks. And they need to find this shaman. Yeah. So they're driving in the car still. They have their GPS talking to them. And uh, the GPS kind of starts talking. I think the GPS calls him a dipshit. Mm. And Wes is like, "Did, did the GPS just call you a dipshit? And they say it's only taken you five weeks to get to the shaman. And they, they stopped the car. They, they found the spot, finally. They say, the shaman is inside. And uh, the, I think the GPS says, you better watch your ass as well. And that Wes wants to fight it, but Nash stops him. It reminded me of, it's, it's definitely, dude, where's my car? And then? And then yeah. he goes in the thing. But, but yeah. Um, so they finally get out the car. And they're so excited. And they say, are you ready to meet the shaman? They say, yeah, you look amazing. They go up to the door. They knock at the door. They say, we made it. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for trusting me, bro. And the door opens. There's a bright, vivid light. Lots of smoke. They see the the boots of someone. And their faces, they react. And it's the end of the segment. We'll have to wait. Yeah. Who is it? I want to start seeing this being like fake versions of it coming up of who it could be right like it's gonna be somewhat you were saying when we were watching out it's probably rvd yeah it's probably gonna be something like that i'd love it to be like this is walter's introduction into nxt he's in a house smoking he just comes up. out he kills the two of them and he's like heading to nxt or it's kind of with the boots it look like braun that would suck wouldn't it braun Strowman. Braun <laughs> it's triple h <laughs> could be triple h he's triple back h come to he's the save. shaman of nxt yeah he should be there Regal. Yeah. Regal? Joe. Joe? None of, these <laughs> All guys, of them. none of these guys are straight up smoker things, so I don't think it has to do with that maybe. I mm. don't know. There was a lot of smoke. Last week I had Andrew Thompson on. He predicts, it, predicts that it's Boa and Mei Ying because all the smoke. But Boa's busy. Boa's la- later. Yeah, he's busy. He's busy messing up. Who is he playing with? We'll talk about it. Trust me, we'll talk about it. Mm. So it's not Boa, but who, who, who is it with these boots? Frank in the chat is suggesting it's Izzy's dad. Because <laughs> he's got all the smoke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that everyone wants. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The Ascension Connor O'Brien is being as- suggested. Yeah, uh, RVD would be funny. Triple H the, would the, be funny. The silhouette didn't look like RVD. No, it didn't. But they could be tricking us. Yeah. So I hope they reveal it at War Games. I don't want to wait a whole week now. I want to know. Oh, you want to know? Yeah, War Games could be good. Just show it. it so should yeah, be Triple H. it'll be it'll be Walter. He'll he'll just. Destroy them both. Are you saying Walter's gonna st- join them and, and have a stoner gonna, gimmick? No, he's gonna. It's been a trap to just kill them. Oh, and then he's gonna head to to war games. Right, rip open the cage, fuck what? up everyone. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. 
<laughs> it would be cool if Walter joined MSK and he was Stoner Walter. <laughs> Turns on Imperium. <laughs> Walter oh, hit bong rips with Walter. He teams with them, Vaughn and Kyle. Just <laughs> like, you guys look like you have so much fun. <laughs> My mates are boring. <laughs> you guys are out there. <laughs> I want to be out there too. Yeah. You, oh, I, the Godfather, perhaps? The Godfather, mm. No, they're talking about... Well, it's not John Morrison. No. It's not the shaman. No. John Morrison. I don't know who it is, but I hope it's Triple H or RVD for MSK with their whole Triple thing. Triple H, like, what the fuck happened to my show? Yeah, exactly. Lads, That's it. Go. That would be funny. Let's go. It gives them army, army outfits. Yeah. They do the DX thing, road dogs there. <laughs> Stop it. You had me at Triple H. Sean's there. Yeah, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had a hair versus hair for Sean. Yeah. Triple H versus Sean, hair versus hair match. I, I even think Sean, even though he's balding, grow it out. What? I think it just looks better grown out. Yeah. So maybe it's a preference, man. Mm. Maybe he likes it. The heartbreak Doesn't kid. For him. Heartbreak man. Mm. <laughs> well, he's not the. Sh- maybe Sean's the shaman. The Seanman. The Seanman. Heartbreak kid. He probably gets down. Yeah. He likes to get high up there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Who's the shaman at Up Next Podcast? This is probably my favorite one. Yeah. It still was still them being weird with the, the GPS thing, but it was probably my favorite one. It's finally like, okay, it's ending. So I want to know. Yeah, let's go I'm, to it. I'm now like, yeah, I do want to know. It better be Izzy's dad now that I'm thinking about <laughs> it. want that smoke. We go to Legato Del Fantasma versus Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. Winner faces Imperium at War Games for the tag titles. We get Kyle in. He's getting double teamed by them. There's a double spine buster and then in stereo drop kicks to Kyle's face. Um, Wade says that he doesn't trust the team of Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. He says they're not going to be able to get it done. They already lost and they're not going to win because you have to, you have to know your partner intimately mm. if you want to be a tag team partner you do do you know me intimately pretty intimately i think i think we know each other intimately do you think we'd be a good tag team yeah i'll be vaughn we should challenge nate and eric go for the tag straps yeah since we're not winning at any other things. yeah although there's a rumble coming up there is a rumble coming up is there gonna be a rumble soon times well uh Sorry, where was I? Wade was talking some weird things. There's uh, Kyle who's in. He does this crazy triangle transition submissions. He's always great. Uh, there's the world's greatest tag team move. The the move where the guy drapes him and then he runs over and springboards. Yeah, they did this the other week, I yeah. think, didn't they? Um, Vaughn is in. He's doing these like huge side wrestling slams and just throwing people around. I will say Vaughn is pretty big and he's powerful. He's throwing these guys mm-hmm. around. Um, Zion Quinn shows up walking down ringside. And he face-to-face standing there with Electra Lopez and then with Santos. And then they start to brawl and Lopez follows them as it leaves just the two-on-two match here now. Uh, there's a crazy springboard, like, tope swan dive onto Kyle in the ring by Joaquin Wilde, which he was just on fire, I thought, here. Same yeah. with Raul Mendoza. Both were great tonight. There was, like, a hot tag. There's a Vaughn hitting the Triple H high knee and then a power slam and then an angle slam. Raul does a double rope spring jumping drop kick off the top rope, which was very impressive as well. There's then a strike fest between uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Joaquin Wild, and man, again, Wild was holding his own here with like striking expert. Yeah, this exchange Kyle. was awesome. 
these yeah. two towards the end like had a really great sequence. They eventually double team Kyle. They're about to hit their like last chapter clothesline, yeah thing AOP move, but Vaughn drops the rope down so Raul goes flying. And then Wagner and Kyle hit the high-low, the total elimination. Shout out Undisputed Era. Yeah. And get the win. Kyle and Vaughn are out there, and they're going to war games. I thought this was pretty good. Um, I really got into this by the end. Uh, I thought the Kyle and Joaquin bit was really awesome. I thought LDF looked great. I think uh, Wagner looks very competent in his stuff. He's a big guy, and going up against guys like Raul and Joaquin, who he can just slam around. It's quite fun. Um, yeah, I thought this ended up being a really good tag match. Yeah, I thought the wrestling was very impressive. Again, we're, we're hard on this Vaughn and Kyle thing because it's so forced, it's so weird, it doesn't really make sense. But not taking away from Vaughn, I, I genuinely can see him kind of going far. Look, at, look how he looks. He's mm. big, he's strong, he can do all these spots. I, he must be newer to wrestling than some of the other people like Kyle in this match but I thought I thought he I thought he looks the part he looks like a WWE superstar yeah. he needs some flashier gear he needs better gear he needs for something sure. the, he looks the, very generic the tights aren't, aren't working it's like create a wrestler and you just click like number yeah. two on everything it's like he needs to change something mm. up but maybe he'll have some pay-per-view gear maybe yeah but uh, I, I was impressed with this match even Legado del Fantasma I mean where where are they gonna end up in this in NXT WWE, are they going to be on the main roster? Because, like, they've just been chilling and now they're losing. Respectfully to them, are they going to do much better than this anywhere else? I don't know. I, I think they're great, but I don't, I don't think you're going to see them in much of a better role anywhere else. So, for them, I think NXT is as good as anywhere. Where you can get, like, matches like this on TV regularly. Yeah. It's more than you do on Raw, I think. Was this Kyle's last NXT TV match? When is his up? I know Johnny's is this weekend. I think Kyle has a little longer, does he not? I think they both have till like the 10th or something. Right, but okay. I mean, after War Games, you figure they don't come back. Well, it could be, could be one last episode after War Games, perhaps. Where Kyle jobs to Vaughn. Yeah, gets sure. beat up and End sent to gone. Yeah. Just packing. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, a nice little match here from, mm. from four. So it's Vaughn Wagner and Kyle versus Imperium. At War Games, which should is, be good. I yeah. mean, if this was anything to go by, that should be excellent. Honestly, yeah, definitely. We go to a commercial, but when we come back, we get Imperium. They're being interviewed and they're talking in their native tongue, but they say no, 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 actually. And Marcel makes this weird, like, like look to Mackenzie, like, hold on, I want to speak English so she can understand me, and kind of winks and he says, "It doesn't matter, Kyle Vaughn, we're gonna beat you." But they're interrupted by Kyle and Vaughn, who say. The team of misfits won tonight, and we will see you at War Games. And Vaughn calls them dumbasses. Not sure what they did to justify being called dumb, but they're dumbasses. Because you're picking a fight with us, Imperium. Dumbasses. Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped for this match. Can't wait. It's going to be good. Imperium. Just looking jacked. I mean, it's a real indicator. (laughs) Like, if Kyle and Vaughn win this, I'm pretty sure he's staying. It'd be great. They lose it Just on Wednesday. It on Tuesday, on Tuesday. Tuesday, right, yeah. Tuesday. Sorry, yeah. There you go. That would be, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. They, they win them on Sunday, drop Everyone's them on Tuesday. Everyone's like, oh, Kyle's staying. Nah. Then he drops it. Nah. Nah, nah. nah I'm gone. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with Bobby. Yeah. Well, we go to our next segment. 
which uh, can't wait to talk about again. Daddy's girl, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Yeah. She says, my daddy called me his little princess, and he always taught me. Brandon clipped that. <laughs> he already clipped the last thing, sure. My daddy. Uh, again, this is getting the demo that they don't know they're getting by having a daddy's girl character. What, when the <laughs> key audience are like 50? They love, they, trust yeah. me, he's keeping that demo. <laughs> she says that it's, it's always the coolest cars, the hottest boutiques, the hottest clothes. And my daddy always taught me price tags are just numbers. And it's her shopping, fancy cars, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, walking in Beverly Hills kind of thing. And driving these cars. And Tiffany Stratton coming soon. Yeah. I'm sure she's going to be a really good wrestler. She's like a, a <clears throat> clueless slash legally blonde Paris Hilton character. Yeah. That's hot. <laughs> Is that Paris Hilton's line? Remember she always That's said that? Hot. That's hot. Right. That's hot. <laughs> what was that show? Paris and... Oh, The Simple Life. Simple Life. Yeah, simple yeah. Life, yeah. Um, Love it. Yeah, sure. Can't wait. All right. Watch her be the greatest wrestler that they got in the new class. It's just... It's not the most inspired gimmick in the world. No. But... Neither okay. is a poker player. Like, and... So many of them are not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'm... Rather, I'd rather have a character. And that's why I quite like the uh, Idris Elba's one earlier. Sorry, what was his name again? Uh, Edris Anofi. Yeah. Um, I quite like, because it just seemed like more of a, this is who this dude is. I'd rather like... This is who she is, Well, bro. no, but I'd rather, <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Yeah. Like, you don't have to tell me, like, I am daddy's girl. I am right. this, I am that. You should act in a way where I go, oh, that's spoiled, these girl. Yeah. You know? I, I not a lot of subtlety with a lot of these gimmicks. I don't associate with it because, A, I'm not a daddy's girl. Mm. Um, my dad doesn't like me that much, so th- there's that. Uh, and then B, she's like super rich and like everything. Well, but it's a heel character, yeah, of course. I just don't think you need to spell it out so much. Yeah, she wasn't playing. It's literally tennis like she's reading out her character description. Like, play that. Yeah, I mean, like I'm thinking of in the women's division who's new. We haven't seen this week in a while. It feels like Lash Larue. Where she's like got a TV show, Lash kind of, Legend, Lash Larue. What did I? No, Lash, Lash Legend, Legend. <laughs> Lash Larue. That's WCW Lash Larue, right? right? Is it? It's someone, yeah. Lash Larue's Wild Weekend. Lash Larue. <laughs> Who's Lash Larue? An American cartoonist. Who the fuck's Lash Larue? Why am I saying that? It's Lash Legend and retired professional wrestler. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, right. Um, yeah, it's like Lash Legends. This over the top, like. TV persona. We got a poker player. Oh, yeah, this guy. We got all these weird, like, mm. gimmicks. I'm surprised, you know, going talking about Lash Legend, how she's like a TV host. Like, how do we not have a uh, smarky wrestling podcast gimmick mm. where, like, the guy reviews people's matches? Oh, it's like coming. us? Yeah. Someone's definitely got to knock us off and do that as a gimmick where they, like, critique their opponent's matches. Mm. Be like, ah, eh, four, four stars. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite there. <laughs> you messed up that move over there. Just does the Bret Hart. Starts talking about dirt sheets. <laughs> but instead we got Daddy's Girl. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked for this. I'm not even a big fan of Legally Blonde. Clueless is like fine, whatever. Legally Blonde's great. It's good. It's just like, again, not The like, musical's fantastic. The musical? The musical's great. What's the main song from that movie? Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Someone clipped that. <laughs> 
and and the song Legally Blonde. It's pretty great. Okay, seen it a few times. So why aren't you loving Tiffany? Well, no, it's just the she thing is Tiffany. in Legally Blonde, she doesn't walk around going, "Hey, my name is this, and I like shopping, and I buy expensive things because I am Daddy's girl." Right. You don't you don't have to spell it out. Same with the poker thing. Why can't you have had Duke just be like smart? Oh, I'm really good at poker. I'm gonna rinse this guy and be like, "Hey, Grimes, do you play poker?" Have it more like that, rather than each week he's like, I have a poker room! <laughs> it's they're reading their character descriptions. Live and it's because the, the writing is so bad. Uh, so like, I much prefer things more like Edris Anofi just telling me who he is. Yeah. Like, like doing a bit, this is who I am, this is my back, this is my history. Right. Her history is with her dad, yeah. buying stuff. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Yeah, let's move on to our next gimmick character. The Joe Gacy All-Inclusive Invitational. That's right. You heard that correctly. Joe Gacy's in the middle of the ring. He says that Roderick Strong is a toxic, unrealistic environment with the Cruiserweight Championship. And the NXT Universe and all the competitors deserve better. And in the world of Joe Gacy, this division won't need height requirements. No weight shaming or gender bias to stand in the way. And this Sunday at Conflict Resolution, <laughs> Joe Gacy will be the new Cruiserweight champion. That's right. He just renamed NXT War Games to Conflict Resolution, which got a pop out of me. For the uh, inclusivity title. <laughs> in- all-inclusive title. Yeah. And he's going to have this all-inclusive invitational Right now, he's got three people lined up. He's got this one guy. He's kind of on the smaller side in wrestling gear. He's got um, this woman mm-hmm. in all wrestling gear. I believe it's Tesha Price, actually. Okay. We've seen her on Dark and NXT. And then this like other... Huge guy. Yeah, like I thought a, it was Odyssey Jones' start. It was, it was like a really bigger big guy. guy. Yeah. And he's, he says he's going to wrestle these guys. And, uh, well, he, he starts fighting this one guy. Um, and... The first match gets under the way. The guy kind of one-ups Joe early on, so then he boots him in the gut, hits some splashes in the corner, and then hits a huge uranagi, and then like a gut-wrench powerbomb, and puts him away just like that. Uh, I believe this guy's name was Vinny Pacifico, something trained by the ROH Dojo. Um, And yeah, um, right away, Gacy wins this this, like first match. Yeah. And says, ah, well, see, like... I did it just like that. A commentary are going off on toxic masculinity. I think Wade Barrett was somewhat defending the 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 cool factor well, of Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and Beth was like, absolutely not. Well, it's always also Beth being like, I don't buy anything he's saying. He's a hypocrite. He's saying one thing and doing another. And Wade's like, no, he's picking him up. He's shaking his hand. <laughs> yeah. It's like not seeing through it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Joe like helps him up after pinning him right away. And he's like, oh, my friend. He's not okay. done anything wrong yet, no. this Joe Gacy. He then says, well, I won my first match in the Joe Gacy All-Inclusive Invitational, so now it's on to the next opponent, and I would love to give this lady an opportunity. Beth again says, I don't trust him, it's a creepy vibe. And Joe Gacy says that this is going to be an intergender match happening right here. Tesha Price, Joe Gacy, and... um, He's about to... The, the bell rings. The ref rings the bell. They start to look like they're about to grapple. And Diamond Mines music hits. I think it would have been so funny if the woke character in the name of 
uh, Joe Gacy inclusivity yeah ends up like just pile driver in this one pins <laughs> <laughs> um, just like that yeah uh, or if or if she rolled him up yeah and get the pin I was getting like I was almost um, wh- who's the comedian uh, Jerry Lawler Fuck. oh um, Andy Kaufman the guy who faked his death or something I mean he always fought he yeah. said he was the women's champion of wrestling because he would fight women and stuff yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't quite that actually, because he here is like treating it as if like, no, I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm allowing this. Yeah. Yeah. So in a weird way, he is the babyface mm. in this story, if you like it or not. Well, that's why. That's why I like it because he hasn't really done anything wrong, and it's just how you perceive him. Yeah. If you perceive him as being like disingenuous or whatever, like it's really creepy, and he does have that creepy vibe, but he still hasn't really done anything wrong. He helps the guy up after the match. He's like, very good. Now. Come on, love. <laughs> Off we go. Like, it's so weird. It's great. Yeah, it's so. I was. I wanted him to wrestle. Yeah. Uh, we would have seen some intergender wrestling. Uh, I actually really like this. I was way. I was like, "There's no way they're doing yeah. this. There's no way. What's he gonna do? Gut wrench, power bomb, and pin her just like that, <laughs> just like he did this guy? Like, come on." But Diamond Mine interrupt him. Malcolm Bivens, the whole group, they come down and they say, "We can't let this happen." And they, they run down Joe Gacy. He says, oh, come on. What's, what's with this cruiserweight title? It's not legitimate. And Bivens says, this is the first and very last Joe Gacy all-inclusive invitational. I love how they keep saying it. The whole thing. Because <laughs> I keep doing it. Bivens says, war games on Sunday. Diamond Mine is going to beat you up and finally shut you up for good. And Gacy right away is like, whoa, Bivens, you know, Mr. Bivens, please, no need for your, your aggression. I respect your passion, but please, please, leave your people outside. Come in the ring, and we can talk about this peacefully, person to person, Roddy. So Roddy comes in, and Bivens is like, oh, you done messed up now. You have messed up now. I could be wrong, but I think he was playing off of a whitest kids you know comedy sketch. There was a line in it where he's like, oh, you have messed up now. You have messed He was kind of doing it the same thing. Bivens? Yeah. Uh, And I know he obviously he's a funny guy uh and it looks as if roddy's gonna step up and talk to him but he just decks gacy ah. and it's a brawl and then finally diamond mine kind of step away and gacy steps away but we didn't get the intergender match but i thought it was a great way of setting up this match i don't really know if i need but now i guess looking more forward to yeah i i normally hate this idea of like having a cruiserweight championship and having someone out of the weight limit out of the division going for it i i normally would hate it but i think the way they've made it work with this joe gacy character it's given his character purpose like yeah the the thing he's fighting is let's be exclusive uh, like inclusive and all that and there's this title that not everyone can go for i i think they've made it work with the character for the story I'm kind of into this and i i kind of feel if Roddy wins, I'm like, well, yeah, good. Okay, it's cruiserweight title. Let's be respectful to that. But if Gacy wins, I'm like, I, it could be pretty fun what he does with this thing. Yeah, now in a weird way, I want to see what he can do with this title to make this... This works for me way more than Odyssey Jones weirdly feuding with Roddy. Yeah, You're like, why? Yeah. But this does make kind of sense in a weird way. I love how Gacy is still this like weird, is he the good guy? Because Roddy and Diamond Mind are supposed to be the bad guys. Yeah. So Gacy's... Obviously, not obviously, it's still like weird, but he's, he's saying, look, I want to fight women. He's so woke that he's willing to beat up women. Yeah. Guys, that's how good of a baby face this guy is. So really, 
Uh, I thought Bivens was going to send in Ivy. Me too. I thought he was going to be too. like, no, no, no. Me too. If you're going to fight a woman. Yeah, like, I actually thought that's what he was going to do. It's like, and I'd been kind of into that. That, been that cool. match sounded like, yeah. again, uh, yeah, I was super into this. And it's so interesting of where this Joe Casey character <laughs> keeps going. Uh, it does not offend me in the slightest no. at all. I love it. But I would love to hear great reactions of people who think it's not funny <laughs> and things. Uh, just because I think I think it's I think it's working. Yeah, character. the guy is working sure. it for sure, one hundred percent. So like, hats off to him because right at the beginning of it, we were like, this is gonna this is either shits the bed real bad and gets real bad quick, or look where it is now. Yeah. So where else would you see him? What else? Uh, what other inclusivity things can he do? down the line like he's got Want Harley to join the women's division <laughs> women's um, champion I mean that's pushing it but um, uh, he could defend he could have intergender matches and if he wins the title which I don't I, I think Roddy should beat him but if he has the title he could defend it against women yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't think they'll do that but yeah just interesting yeah I'm trying to think who, who would be a good character for him to target next but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um Maybe oh, we gotta have a Dexter Harland. That's gonna be like a Freddy versus Jason kind of thing, right? Right, you're because, a killer because Dexter's gone missing, as we'll talk about in a second. True, but yeah, I think that's that's something we'll get down the line. Right, Maybe next right. Halloween Havoc, you could have the two monsters. No, I think I'll I'll give you an explanation of I think Dexter. Okay, because yeah, that's kind of maybe where it will go. But yeah, interesting segment with the woke guy mm. <laughs> are you even woke bro me yeah sound more woke than not woke <laughs> wouldn't sound woke <laughs> i like sleeping i'm just david <laughs> oh, okay. uh we go to our next segment solo sokoa quick backstage interview says this isn't the military this ain't the streets I'm ready to beat up Idris tonight. And Boa walks in. That's right, Boa. And he's acting <laughs> a bit strange here. He's me in the grocery store line earlier when my coffee kicked in and I was just waiting to go home really quickly, but the line was moving so slowly. He was in a lot of pain. He was holding yeah. his stomach. He was like, help me. And he was yelling in, in, uh, in a different language than Solo. And Solo is just a complete jerk. What a classic American says, I don't understand your language, so you're on your own. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's like... Bo is there with like a gunshot wound ah, in his stomach, he's bleeding out. He's saying, help me, but in Mandarin or whatever. And he's like, ah, sorry, man, don't understand you. See ya, get lost, it's, sit on it. When, <laughs> when I was in Italy, I, uh, like I went uh, to order ice cream and I was yeah. like, oh, I have two scoops of that in a cone. And they're like, what? It's like, ah, a, a cone? And I'm doing it with my hands, like a cone. Yeah. She's like, tub? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 not a tub, uh, a cone. And I was mixing in a bit of Italian. I, I knew a little bit. And she's like, oh. And then she's like, okay, tub or cono? And I'm like, the fucking word is cono. <laughs> and you said cone. And I'm saying cone and making the shape of a cone. And you can't, yeah. you don't understand me? Damn. I'm trying. But we're just in a lot of And that was Solo Sokoa here, like. I know what you're saying. See ya. This is America. Yeah. <laughs> Speak English in this country. In the streets. This poor guy. He's just like, ah, uh, help me. Uh. <laughs> Damn. 
Sola Sokoa is a dickhead, man. <laughs> Sola Sokoa is uh, going up against Idris Adafe one-on-one here. Idris making his debut here. He's got this uh, some cool music. He's got some horns, rap mm. song. Yeah, yeah his theme was catchy. Don't overlook it. me was kind of the, the words in it. Uh, Solo greets him with some stiff kicks here. Solo's got the, like, the feet taped up, wrapped up like mm. like a fighter's. Like a maga. Yeah, and he's kicking the shit out of this guy. He's got great roundhouse kicks. Uh, this is when Robert Stone creeps onto the scene. He's ringside taking notes on this match, maybe looking for future people to sign. I mean, some people he worked with made it to SmackDown, and some people didn't. Mm. <laughs> so you can either go one way or two when you sign with Robert yeah. Stone. Um, Idris comes back. He goes for this like kick, but he gets caught. Solo side slams him down, and it looked pretty sweet. Again, this guy's awesome. He does wrestle just like the Usos, maybe mm. a bit, bit more powerful. And like the Jay yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, he seems a bit like bigger, maybe. Yeah. Um, there's then Idris who fights back with kicks of his own. He hits a standing moonsault for a near fall. Um, and then he he ends up going up top for a 450, but it's Solo who gets out of the way. He pops up Idris in the air, catches him with this fast snapping Samoan drop. Again, looked awesome, kind of like Umaga. And then goes up top, hits the Samoan splash. One, two, three. It's all over, and right as his music hits, he is attacked by Boa. But now Boa's got... Boa Ying. Yeah, it's Boa in the Mei Ying face paint and the black, like, geese yeah, thing. And he starts choking Sokoa, who hits him away, who then goes after Idris. But Solo saves Idris as well and sends Boa packing and runs off and then helps Idris get up. And Solo and Idris kind of have a... Uh, respect mm. thing as they 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 evil stare down to Boa as he's he's running away here. I I really like this match for um, most of the matches we've seen on NXT point 2.0. It's either a rookie against one of the more established guys, or it's a rookie versus just a jobber in a squash match. This is the first time we really saw. Excuse me, my voice is going. <clears throat> this is the first time we really saw two of the rookies kind of going at it and I thought they put together a really good match I thought uh, Idris Anofi looks like he's got a lot of promise and I think Solo Sokoa yeah he does all the Uso stuff but he does it so well and and has a real presence about him um, so I, I really enjoyed the match actually I think both these guys are promising the Boa thing isn't working for me holy <clears> it's <throat> so bad it's he's so seen, laughable yeah like there was something that was cool and different and the good parts of it they took and are doing with Xia Li on mm-hmm. the main roster. We all praised when when they were doing the like animated storybook thing for this yep. unit and now they're doing that comic booky style thing for Zaya. So that's cool. It works. But they totally like just just put it just end it. Yeah. Like don't do this. This is it's bad. just go Boa needs to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> Possessions. Yeah, it's it worked. The unit, the three of them, the stuff, it worked. And then it's just gradually been stripped and stripped and stripped away. And Boa's like clinging onto it. It's not working for him. I don't buy any sort of... It just looks like, oh, oh, Boa put his face paint on again. It's not quite as cool as like Finn yeah. and face paint. And that doesn't always even do it for me. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, Boa put his face paint on. It sucks. It's not good. It's so funny. It's so bad. It's definitely some of the worst stuff this year coming from Boa. But the match between these two were pretty good. Mm. I like Solo Sokoa. They do mention on commentary like the how he was left 
aside from the the bloodline. So they are definitely going to go forward. They probably will just change his name yeah. when they eventually bring him up. And when he's brought into the family. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, you're now Solo Uso. Yeah. Where's some, we got to get uh, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe at one point, right? I think Joe's done. Man. Man, why you got to say that? Sorry. I hope not. I like Joe. Yeah. We go to Indy Hartwell. We've had Roman Joe before. Yeah, but like not now. Not this incarnation of Roman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We go to Indy Hartwell and Persia backstage, and they're getting ready. They have a tag team match up next. When Indy's phone rings, she answers it on speakerphone, because that's what I always do when I'm on camera. (laughs) And it's a doctor, and he says that he's Dexter's doctor at the hospital. I think they probably... Did they say hospital? They usually don't say that. I think they said hospital. Yeah. Whoa. Maybe they didn't. We're probably wrong. At the local medical facility. <laughs> Maybe he just said I'm his doctor. Right. And he's here. And she's like, oh, is everything okay? And they're like, yeah, Dexter was, was fine. He was, he was healing up. He was feeling better. But your husband, Dexter, is gone. Mm. And she's like, what? And they're like, yeah, we don't know where he is. He disappeared. He's gone. So Indy now is all startled and shook again, and Persia is a little upset. She goes, whoa, are we going to have to do this again? Am I going to have to go out there and have a match by myself again? She's like, no, 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 like, stop. So she says she still will wrestle, but she's a little worried about Dexter, and they go to have their match coming up later. When the camera stays when they leave, and there's a, a sleeping couch girl. Oh, yeah. Just chilling in yeah, we saw pajamas. A, we saw it the other week. I think the episode I did with John. Yeah. We went, wait, was there a girl just asleep on the She's couch? She's like in a, like a purple onesie. Yeah, I don't onesie. know what this is. She's just sleeping on this the couch. This is going to be a long game. This is eventually going to be a character, a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. She's just always been in the background. Yeah, talking That'd about characters cool. I associate with. Yeah. This, this sleeping one. couch girl. Yeah, sleeping couch This girl. is already the best gimmick of 2021. <laughs> sleeping couch girl is lit. Is Who is it? <laughs> no idea. Mei Ying. Mei Ying? <laughs> She's got to catch up on some Zs after All being right. possessed. Um, Wendy, who, who? Yeah. I don't know. Where's, where's Dex? So Dex got attacked by Trick. Yeah. Right? And Mello. So I think he shows up at War Games to oh, help to them. take out Trick. Trick or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But it, they could do it like, I know it's, Halloween's gone, but it feels like Michael Myers escaping from the hospital, right? Right. Dex yeah. Had. They're just not showing you, but yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> dot com exclusive in the back of a truck yeah yeah in the he's got a his hospital that, gown four isn't it yeah, yeah well the hospital gown and it blows you see his bum <laughs> well the match is coming up but we see uh, Zion Quinn going through the parking lot he's going to his car he should be careful mm. if he knew what was good for him in the NXT parking lot and Electra Lopez shows up and says look I wish you weren't feuding with Legado del Fantasma and Santos because I admire someone like you. But next week, you have a match against Santos Escobar, so I wish you good luck because you're going to need it. It kind of gives them a little bit of a stare. like So, Uh, so the chemistry here. The tension. Steamy. Steamy. Damn, NXT is horny. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't get attacked in the parking lot, but he got, I don't know, chopped in the parking lot do you see Electra like kicking Santos out and bringing in Zion yeah uh, or she just leaves them yeah and joins him to be his manager forbidden love forbidden love Mm. yeah that could be it good stuff next week 
but yeah, this I, I'm looking forward to seeing Zion in kind of his first like proper match. Yeah, not so much the squashes he's been doing. Yeah, um, so him versus Santos could be could be good. We go to Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada going up against some enhancement talent. Ulyssa Leon and Valentina Feroz. Yeah, we've seen her before, yeah. for sure. Um, Indy, of course, she's all sad and distracted, so she just gets pushed right away by one of these people and is like, come on, wrestle, fight me. So she keeps getting beat up. Finally tags in Persia, who's got to do everything on her own. And again, broken record every week, but Persia is very impressive. I can see them putting in a, a long-term game here mm. for her because she is powering them around. She's beaten both of them up. She eventually hits this, like, fireman spit-out... Sorry, fireman spin-out facebuster thing, which was just awesome, like a psycho drive or something. Just super great and gets the win really early. Again, proving that she didn't even need... Indy there, who was not there at all, even though she was there. Yeah, and I assume he's going to build to their breakup because she's getting fed up of Indy, not pulling her weight, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she is impressing. Yeah, she is. She's she's like bigger than a lot of the... Obviously, she's fighting two kind of smaller mm. wrestlers here, but still like bigger. Would like to see her and Raquel down the line. Could yeah, cool. there's a few different, but if she's like... I know she's wrestled on the Indies and stuff like yeah. that, but like looking good, very impressive so far here in NXT. But hopefully Indy's okay with Dexter and they, they find each other at war games or something like that. We go they need to say goodbye to Johnny, don't they? A wave to goodbye. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. We go Theory to Theory needs to show up as well. Uh, he's busy getting slapped on Raw. Yeah. He's Vince's mate now, isn't he? Vince's mate or Vince's bitch? Vince's bitch, yeah. <laughs> did, did Vince slap him? I didn't watch Raw this week. We, we watched some of it. We watched some. We watched the, the women's 10-man All tag. I watched That's was... That's all I watched was the women's All tag. I watched with you was we watched the women's match when we noticed that there was a lot of fake crowd noise. Yeah. And we, I saw Austin Theory get slapped. Huh. That was... Oh, and then I asked you what was going on with Kevin Owens, but I don't know. I didn't watch what happened. Mm. But. Yeah, my friend was there. It was said it was empty. Yeah. I'm dead. And that's the same arena AEW's going to be in. Yeah. NYC is AEW territory. Mm-hmm. NYC should be all elite. Yeah. With their friends. And egg. <laughs> and the egg. Is the egg still a thing? Did Austin Erie steal? Austin, Austin Theory stole the Eerie. egg for itself. Austin Erie. And got a, a title match out of it. Oh. Okay. He grabbed the brass egg. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good stuff. Well, we go to a diner. We're in sepia tone here to set the mood for you. We see some guy drinking his coffee, black. Oh, it's this guy who's in the cafe. Yeah. So, yeah we're Sorry, ca- I said Edris was... No, Edris no, is different. It's Draco. Dr- yeah. <laughs> Soldier Boy. Um, Soldier Boy calls himself Draco. Okay. So I don't know if this guy's a fan and using that as his name. Soldier Boy's going to be coming likes from... Draco money. Malfoy, maybe. <laughs> He's a Harry Potter fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could be that... Draco's the bad guy. Malfoy? Yeah. The blonde? Blonde little prick. He's a nice guy, though. Tom Felton? The yeah. Actor? Yeah. Seems, seems friend, cool. friend of mine um, was somewhere and was talking to someone in line for something. And a bunch of girls walked by and went, oh, my God, and like got pictures with them. And then the guy continued conversation with my friend. Mm. And, he, and he's like, wait, you don't know who I am? And he's like, what the fuck was that? These girls are taking photos with you. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in Harry Potter. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry, I, I haven't seen those movies. And he's like, whoa, 
like really <laughs> and he's like whoa that's crazy and my friend's like yeah sorry so then he went and watched them but it's like whoa that's nice yeah or in get him to the greek where he's he has a cameo in that he's in they're in some club in london mm. and he's playing himself right the actor and uh is it jonah hill's like oh you want to go play some quidditch and he's like fuck off and he walks <laughs> off or something like that good stuff well we're in a diner here with a sepia tone and a cup of coffee it's a cafe and he says, I don't want to talk about it. And when I say he, I mean Draco. We're not sure who he is quite yet. He says, I'm not here to talk about it. I'm here to show you. It's not what NXT wants. It's what NXT needs. Draco Anthony. And actions speak louder than words. Coming soon. Young Draco. Draco the young god. Yeah. Draco Anthony. Uh, I thought it was weird because it's a it's sepia tone and a diner. Mm. And he's like stirring a coffee. You should hear some like jazz music. It's like neo noir, yeah. Sin City, but it wasn't that like at all. But it for some reason looked like that. So I was a little confused. It's more like what's that film with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Five Hundred Days of Summer. Brick. Is it brick. Brick. I don't know what that is, man. But it was. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. It's like this guy's just in a diner. Yeah, it's like a film noir. Murder mystery thing, just but like set more present day. It's like Riverdale, it's a diner, I guess. But that's this guy's gimmick. Yeah, is he goes to diners? He goes to diners, moans about his life. <laughs> now he's gonna be arrested. That would be a better gimmick, actually. <laughs> like you hear like some some saxophones slowly in the background, some jazz, smoking a dart. It's like everyone in NXT wants to wants to talk about it. It mixes perfectly with Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> if Tony was in this, it would be like, whoa, what's going on with this? Like, yeah. We I don't need know like, what... a, like a singer. Yeah. Like a kind of, uh, for like the club. Right. We don't have a singer gimmick here in NXT mm. right now. Yet. But it'll come, I'm Maybe sure. Maybe Tony D'Angelo turns Lash Legend into a. I bet Tony D'Angelo got some pipes. Really? No. Yeah. I bet you. No. Hey. Oh, hey. Um, is this guy, so is this guy, Draco, is he supposed to be, because it, it wasn't neo-noir, even though it looked that way. Like, mm. again, he's, there's coffee, he's in a diner. So, like, I don't quite get the connect, but it's different than just someone else, I guess. Yeah, it's but, just first introduction of this guy. I'm yeah. sure we'll learn more next week. Or is he a barista? No, 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 he's sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, what I learned is he's drinking black coffee, so he has discipline. Yeah. That's what he's going to show us. He's going like to use it a lot. Strong. Strong style. Mm. Yeah. Well, we go from coffee in a diner to our main event of NXT, War Games Advantage, ladder match, Braun Breaker, the big bad booty nephew, versus Johnny Gargano. And the winner gets advantage in the War Games this Sunday. Starts off one on one again. No one is here from their teams. It's just a one on one match. Um, Braun is beating down on Johnny here. He hits a stalling one handed suplex for quite a while, and then slams Johnny yeah, down. Yeah, really impressive. He did it from like this gator roll yeah. into it. It looked really good. Johnny comes back, gets Braun on the outside, and hits a beautiful slingshot like Pescado crossbody thing to the outside. Braun eventually gets up and grabs a ladder, and they start brawling around with it. In the ring, Johnny gets caught and side-slammed. We've seen Braun do this move. It's very impressive. Gargano comes back. The ladder set up. He almost swings underneath it and then shoves the ladder again at Braun's head. Braun is on the outside and then eats this tope suicida from Johnny, sending him flying into the commentary desk. 
Johnny then um, takes, it goes to break, but during the picture in picture, he takes the top part of the desk, leans it against the desk, and then puts Braun through it, which looked pretty cool. Um, and then Braun regains control by hitting this like side belly to belly slam. But when we come back from break, they're both climbing the ladder, but they both get off of it. Braun is sent flying. There's a huge lariat to the ladder to Johnny, which looked cool. It looked like it bounced back and hit himself. And then there's a belly to belly overhead onto a ladder that was leaning against the ropes here. This looked like it hurt Johnny so bad, but the spot looked awesome. Um, oh, yeah, because it didn't give much at all. It stayed. It looked really painful. So he lays Johnny, who's just got an overhead belly-to-belly belly onto it. He lays Johnny on it still, climbs up top, and goes for a flying elbow drop. And mind you, Braun is big, mm. jumping. In the last second, Johnny moves. Braun lands on this ladder, again, leaning against the ropes. Looks so painful. Yeah, crashes and burns here. Wow. Braun is earning it in this match but this was a, a scream out loud spot here um braun then eats a ladder in the corner from johnny johnny gets on top and braun lifts the ladder with johnny on top of it for you think he's going to try to slam it with like johnny trying for a military press with it yeah kind of scary johnny eventually gets out of it super kicks him super kicks him again and then goes for the diy pose but braun gives him the middle finger ah. says fuck you so Johnny super kicks him right in the face and tries to climb, but eventually Braun stops him. They're both on the top turnbuckle, and Braun Breaker, the big bad booty nephew, hits a Frankensteiner. Looked great on Johnny Gargano. He then lifts up Johnny in a gorilla press. In midair, he's going for his slam, where he lifts you up and then catches you and power slams you. But while going for this, Johnny counters in a DDT. Crazy looking spot. And Johnny goes to climb. You were yelling at the TV because you're like, Vic doesn't even didn't even call it. Vic was like mid-plug as Johnny hit this crazy DDT from yeah. Bronze Finisher. And he's like, and all of that is happening on the WWE Network or whatever. Peacock, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Vic, sell it. That was great. Crazy spot, yeah. Johnny's climbing. Bronze climbing. Eventually, they're, they're grabbing the briefcase here, the advantage contract. And Johnny swings it, hits Braun in the face. Braun drops down, but then climbs back up. He then lifts up Johnny off the ladder, and then Johnny's flying off the ladder, but in midair catches him with that power slam. Johnny gets hurt. He's selling it. He rolls out of the ring. Braun Breaker climbs up, grabs the contract, and wins War Games Advantage and beats Johnny Mm. on NXT. Um, There is a stare down afterwards with the whole team, and then the other team. And then it's an all-out brawl. Cats and dogs living together. Anarchy, chaos, all that stuff. War games this Sunday. Oh, my God. And that's NXT. But that main event slapped. Really good main event. Um, I, yeah, I I really enjoyed that. I think Braun, probably his best match. I think he's really proving himself every match he's doing. And I think something like this, we see in the past, you know, like Tommy Dreamer eating those kendo sticks and, and things like that where it's a rookie Randy Orton Mick Foley you know right a rookie has to kind of do it and we want to see them kind of do the dangerous shit he, to be like okay yeah. you, you're you're proving yourself and this is what it felt like with Bron for me um, that elbow drop specifically the elbow like drop yeah and again some one ladder which I think worked for it and some creative stuff here Johnny's obviously great um, I, I I thought this was a good main event at the end of a pretty good show. There was a lot I liked this week. 
Yeah, uh, I love the opening ladder match with Dakota Kai and Kaylee Ray, but I, I thought this main event was my match of the night for sure. This I, is I my love match Johnny. of the night, um, but I I did like a lot. I, I enjoyed the tag match. I enjoyed the opening ladder, uh, even the solo Sokoa little singles match for what it was. I thought was good. S- strong week. Some some negatives. I didn't really like the GYV stuff, um, but it, in general, I thought this felt. I quite enjoyed last week's as well, but this felt even better. It feels like it's moving in a good direction, and if War Games can kind of nail it, I think I might be feeling a bit more positive about this show moving forward if it can keep up this kind of momentum. Yeah, I mean, hold your breath, but I didn't hate this show. Mm. I know, shocking. <gasps> yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was good. Definitely the best NXT 2.0 since, since they rebranded. Um, it had... It had flow. It had two banging matches. Even the tag match had some really good stuff in it as well. But it had perfect, like, flow. Obviously, it, it still has a lot of the greenness. It does, but it also it helps now that some of these characters we, we're more familiar with now. We've seen every week for a, a couple of months now, rather than that first week where you're just throwing everyone at, at us and we're like, who are these people? They're still doing that, but... They, yeah. Less so, though. We had, like, two people you had... A vignette for one and a yeah. match with another. You know, they're trickling them in a bit more. I get, yeah, maybe three. Um, but it's less so. But the the more established people you've got now, your Bron Breakers, your Von Wagners, your uh, Grayson Wallers, all of them feel more integrated now. So it doesn't feel as as weird as it once did. And and I am looking forward to War Games. I think there's a lot that actually looks pretty interesting. Yeah, um... I, I thought this was a solid show. Uh, I, I, I got into a lot of it, and it makes me want to watch War Games this Sunday. Should we do predictions and read some feedback? Let's or read do it. Feedback yeah, and let's then... do predictions and feedback. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's talk about some NXT War Games predictions this Sunday. Yeah, I've got the card here. Um, we've got the, which I think will open, the War Games women's match. Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai, Toxic Attraction, uh, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. Yeah, I think the baby faces should win so that we can go to our next like challenger for Mandy Rose. So Kaylee Ray pins Mandy to win. Sure. I uh, feel Kaylee Ray yeah. seems to be the direction. Yeah, or Raquel pins Kai to get the retribution for that angle. I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to say that Toxic... Ah, but Toxic Trackings are the champions. I don't know. It's like Undisputed Era when they were the champions and they were winning. Um... I'm going to go with... I don't think they're going to have quite the reign of Undisputed Era, though. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> let's go. I'm going to go with the baby faces here. Io Shirai, let's go. Moonsault off the Me cage. too. I'm going with Kaylee Ray pinning Mandy to set up her as the next challenger. I mean, talking about war games, are they doing it in this little arena they have here? How are they going to fit two rings in two cages? They did last year there. Did they? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the setup's different, but yeah they, yeah, they did it last year. Okay, okay, yeah. We've got a hair versus hair match. Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson. I think Cameron Grimes can shave his hair and, and beard. and it'll Nah, Duke Hudson's got to shave his head. I can't see Grimes doing it. I think it's going to be Duke. Yeah. Which, again, I think he suits the hair, but maybe he wants to get rid. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I think Duke's losing this. Yeah. Losing t- his hair. Me too, me too. Imperium versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner for the NXT Tag Team Championship. Well, earlier on the show, we joked that Kyle and Von should win only for Kyle to fool all all of us because he'll drop the titles then on Tuesday. But I think Imperium should win. But this match actually could be a pretty good match. Imperium are so slept on. 
in wrestling right now, and I'm mm. happy that they're the champions and stuff. But Vaughn has impressed, and obviously it's Kyle. If this is Kyle's, you know, last big hurrah, then he'll go on on a pretty big match. He'll trade in Vaughn for Bobby Fish and Adam Cole again. Yeah, hang out with his friends. This one is interesting because I, I think if Kyle stays, I can see him winning because I think that they are putting a lot in this team. Yeah, and I think them as the tag champs for a little bit might be a thing. But if he's off, it's got to be Imperium. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Imperium retains. So you're, we're not going with our plan that Kyle wins. Wins but and then loses the next night. And Vaughn beats him up. Mm. <laughs> um, we've got Cruiserweight Championship match. Roderick Strong versus Joe Gacy. Uh, Roderick Strong wins. I'm going to go Joe Gacy because there's no Cruiserweight division really anymore. You've turned Kushida into a joke tag team. Right. Um, so does he win the title and get rid of it? Uh, he rebrands it as the like inclusive title and eventually you're going to have a cruiserweight try and p- get it off him to right, okay. restore the division he'll he can put, like, he'll be doing he'll be doing some silly open challenges with the title he'll like, un- he'll fight dana brooke and unify the 24 7 title is she the 24 7 champion <laughs> i think so wow. i'm sorry she had it in the match yeah, we watched. yeah. Uh, do it yeah okay i'm gonna say roddy but it makes more sense for him to change the title they don't have a cruiserweight division anymore and then the main event the men's war games match DIY Champer and Gargano uh, are, you, for, are we hearing Rebel Heart again yeah prediction do we hear Rebel Heart or the DIY I don't know if they're allowed to play it for even one more time or the DIY theme I'd be, one last I'd time. be mad if he comes out to his current one yeah I kind of want it should be Rebel Heart one, one Rebel last Heart time Rebel Heart or DIY either one will get a pop out of me yeah 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 yeah. Um, so Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and LA Knight, uh, the, the team black and gold, taking on team 2.0, Bron Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, I, I wish Kyle was in LA Knight's spot here, but uh, I think jo- if Johnny is leaving NXT, Carmelo Hayes pins him and sends him packing is how I would do it. You'd, I mean, yeah, you could do that. You could see Bron Breaker getting his pin. On Champa? It's got to be 2.0 wins. It's got to be 2.0 winning. I kind of want to see, but I think it makes black and gold such big baby faces going into this. Yeah. No, 2.0 has to win, unfortunately. Um, that's just the way... So Tony D'Angelo... Pins Pete Poppins. Pins. <laughs> Petey Poppins. Yeah. No, the big bad booty nephew pins the okay, Rebel Okay, I'm heart. going with black and gold. You're sticking with I'm your sticking guns? sticking with black and gold. That Rebel Heart? Champer and Gargano hug at the end. And this is, yeah, let me give some prediction. You're going to have Johnny fucking get pinned. Yeah. And then they're going to do their, their click moment, Madison Square Garden moment. In the cage. In the cage pose. And we see Triple John. H comes out. <laughs> Adam Cole comes out. All the, yeah, no, I don't know. Triple H comes out to hug Johnny. With Sean. Goodbye. Triple H, Sean, Champer, Gargano. Book it. Book it. As the cage is being raised and everyone's going, what the fuck? Whoa. And then he says, I'm staying. I'm not fucking leaving. And Johnny Gargano and Triple H are off to AEW to be with their friends. <laughs> Triple H <laughs> with his friend Billy Gunn. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gargano, I mean, Candice is still under contract, but she's he's having a kid. He's like, Cody, what the fuck did you do to my chair? With the throne? Yeah. Breaking my Why chair? Why are you breaking my chair? Sitting that. <laughs> what are you doing? No. Uh, Gargano, maybe he takes time off. He's having a baby. Yeah good time to you know recoup and then maybe see if he does land somewhere else if does he land on the indies he could be wrestling everybody the the possibilities are crazy yeah 
for Johnny Gargano if he is in fact leaving NXT. It's it's a shame which it looks like timing in a way because it it feels like it's a bit flooded out there now if he is leaving. Yeah. Whereas if he were to leave say six months ago, I think he'd be in a much better position. So I think time off would be good. Yeah. Let the scene kind of settle for a bit. Yeah. There's AEW is very bloated, but I think in six months time you might want someone fresh to kind of come in and it could be a johnny yeah yeah there's definitely a lot of dream matches i want to see with johnny versus gresham johnny versus mm. uh kenny omega eventually i need to see johnny versus adam cole <laughs> again no there's a lot of Ishii. <laughs> like i'm thinking even if he were to do like gcw stuff that would be pretty cool what, nick gage i don't want that <laughs> no i don't want that but like there's a lot of talented people and in, on the indies and stuff like that or like who who knows go to triple a stuff i don't i don't know where he he ends up yeah. but if th- it is exciting uh, as a wrestling fan because all your favorite wrestlers are like all jumping around and going different places but one, one more rebel heart and if i if he's leaving he needed to be on the phone like three months ago trying to get a new theme that bangs as hard yeah because he needs he needs one that's a rip off of Rebel Heart of Rebel Heart, which is kind of a rip off of Paramore, I think. It sounds very Paramore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's War Games conflict resolution. Yes. Let's Sunday. go to your feedback. We put up feedback on the Facebook Up Next group and on the post wrestling forum. And I'm going to start with uh, Andrew from Cape Breton, who says, "I'm going to be honest. If Joe Gacy punched that woman in the face in the name of inclusivity, I would have howled." I like how intergender wrestling is this wacky concept to people behind NXT. Could you imagine women wrestling men? (gasps) Next thing you know, they'll be voting. (laughs) Anyway, I think I figured out the issues with NXT. It's a modern day version of Southpaw regional wrestling. If you remember WWE putting that on. Impact even did a better version of it featuring Wesley. It's all a bunch of random characters and gimmicks with some modern personality thrown in. And while you do have the old NXT producers presenting their anger with millennials and their daddy-daughter fetishes, some of the wrestling is pretty good. A lot of it, though, comes from the talent that was already there beforehand, like Legado, Kaylee Ray, Dakota Kai, Kyla Riley, etc. The two new standouts that fit in are Bron Breaker and Carmelo Hayes, so it definitely makes an interesting show. Hell, it makes me feel young again. At 35, I'm one of the youngest viewers of this product. <laughs> They're not aiming for you, I swear. They swear, trust me. Yeah. We go to Dylan Grayson who writes in, going to get my complaints out of the way first because there was a lot of good and I want to focus on that. Hudson's promo was too main roster. Kushida is stuck doing comedy. We have to wait until Sunday for the shaman reveal. Kyle is still with Wagner and Indy and Persia have tension too soon. But man, NXT 2.0 has some stars. Hopefully War Games gets some momentum back in the brand. KLR versus Dakota was great. Grimes is over as hell. MSK bit with the GPS got me, and I'm hyped to see whoever the shaman is. But I have no guesses at the moment. If you haven't already said it, who do you think it is? Yeah, Triple H, RVD. Uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> Matt Riddle. Thinking of other... Oh, Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Claus. Boots. We saw Boots, right? It could be Santa it's Claus. Santa Claus, isn't it? You think it's Santa Claus? Yeah. That would be sad. Yeah. Sa- smoking up with Santa Claus, though. Mick Foley? Mick Foley as, as Santa, Santa Claus? Claus? Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> he can. Dylan continues here. The Out There Lads versus Legato was fun. Surprising Kyle is on the War Games card. Thought his contract was up. Regardless, I am up for, and excited for Red Dragon in AEW. Gace, re-Red Dragon. Yeah, re-Red yeah, yeah. Dragon. 
Gacy's Invitational was perfectly done, in my opinion. Side note, has Tasha Price signed with WWE? She hasn't been on Dark and appeared on NXT a few times now. Persia continues to be booked strong, but did you notice the sleeping woman in the background of her promo with Indy on the phone? That woman was there asleep during a GYV promo bit a few weeks back. Is that the former Mei Ying? Please don't let that be a gimmick. <laughs> Please let it be a gimmick. <laughs> it's my gimmick, the sloth. I have a, she's in a onesie, but I have a sloth onesie. It's a true onesie. He continues, Braun Breaker is a fucking star. I don't even care about his dumb name anymore. He and Johnny tore the house down. Breaker is the future of NXT and WWE as a whole. That's my booty nephew. Yeah, he did impress. Frank, Fire Frank, our champ, says, Best 2.0 ever. Love the intensity in the Kai-Kaylee uh, Kai, Ray match. And Johnny Wrestling brought out the best in young Mr. Breaker. A little weirdness in there, but the show was very focused on building up war games. And I'm actually a little bit more excited for the show now. Shout out one last ride for DIY. Best 2.0 ever. Yeah, Best I kind 2.0 of agree. ever. Corey Helfrick writes in, We'll say that the KLR winning the advantage for her team doesn't necessarily bode well for their actual chances at war games, but I feel like they're going to win anyways. Toxic attraction stuff isn't really working out, plus they need to establish an actual challenger for Mandy. So have someone on that team uh, pin Mandy and get a title shot for it. Um, it's amazing how they haven't bothered to actually build anyone up to face her yet. Braun winning the advantage for his team wasn't a shock, but I hope Team 2.0 loses as well. I have a feeling Braun is pinning Champa to have an excuse to get a rematch. Yeah. In other non-NXT news, but feel-good news, how do you guys feel about Kyrie announcing that she's opening up her own line of gyms? She's mentioned that everyone would be welcome to go there and work it out. It's LGBTQ-friendly, and all genders, ethnicities will be welcome. The Kyrie Zane open inclusivity invitational gym wow yeah that sounds great that sounds great I did love not to go to kairi's gym maybe she'll open one in toronto yeah if they, she I'll opens are we first member if, if she does if she opens it in like japan maybe she'll open one in tokyo and then if we ever go there for like a wrestle kingdom go you gym. can go to kairi's gym dude love maybe that. she'll be there i would love that crazy that sounds great good boy for, good for kairi shout out kairi thank you for t- letting us know and finally, we go to Sean, who says this was the second great NXT 2.0 episode in a row, but it was a bit more of a mixed bag this week compared to last week, mostly due to the show featuring certain segments and talents, Boa, Duke, GYV, Roddy on the mic, sad indie, that just aren't hitting with me. That said, the show opened and closed with two absolute banger ladder matches. Kaylee Ray and Dakota set the tone with a hard-hitting match that featured Dakota's best showing in quite a while. Johnny and the big bad booty nephew, that's not going anywhere, brought it home with a great main event where Johnny once again, on his way out, showed why he is one of the very best there is, and Bron stepped up in his first ladder match to show why he may very well be the future. On top of that, we get a surprisingly fun tag match between Dem Out There Boys and Legado, where Von Wagner showed that no matter how awkward he is out of the ring, he can definitely handle things in the ring. One thing we got tonight that I appreciated was video vignettes introducing new talent, which is a much better approach than just throwing me them out there cold. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the two War Games matches this weekend. Hopefully, the rest of the card will step up. Also, bring on the Shaman. The Shaman. So, yeah, everyone seemed pretty positive about this week. Yeah, it was a a way better episode than everything they've done since Mm. turning 2.0, in my opinion. It had solid wrestling. If it is, in fact, Johnny's last NXT, then so be it. But I can't wait to watch him wrestle on War Games and see whatever happens. Maybe same thing with Kyle. 
We don't know. So maybe pour, maybe we'll be pouring one out. They should add more states to this, though. Like if, if black and gold win, we're changing the colors back. Whoa. Changing the theme. Yeah. We're changing the CWC. It could be it, man. Yeah. And you're out of here. <laughs> Can't wait. Book Trick it. gone. <laughs> <laughs> Trips back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, NXT was up this week. Again, this Sunday, NXT War Games. Don't call it takeover. We will be doing a watch along and then a post show. Twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. We hang around and watch the show. You can hang out with us. And then we stay on and we'll be doing a post show, running it down this podcast here. We'll be putting it out on this very free feed here on Sunday night as soon as we're done recording. So Yes, we will. All these shows. Join us for BD Elite talking all about AEW Dynamite at Up Next Podcast Twitter for all that stuff. All the updates. And again, give us a shot. Patreon.com slash upnext. It's only five bucks North American tier. You get almost 400 podcasts, all the stuff in the back catalog, retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, best match ever, all the stuff, every show we've ever done, and then everything coming up, including all the stuff. The schedule will be out on our socials. Go follow us and everything because we'll be uploading it uh, December 1st this, to later today by the time you're listening to this. And subscribe and check out and listen to us because uh, we love doing this and you guys keep our Christmas lights on. And we, we do. We, we love you guys. Yes. We do. Uh, so Christmas season, holiday season, it's, it's time. We're going to celebrate and we're going to have fun. All right? Yeah. But Sunday we're going to war. We'll see you then. Yeah. I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at D, And I'm at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And, well, I already said it, but we'll see you at the war. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.